Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 17, Heart. But first, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Okay. Okay? Mostly okay. Mostly okay. I had... Uh, no, I just had a really bad dream last night. Oh, no. So it was like... Those could just color the entire day. Yeah. It just like ruined everything from the moment I woke up. And I, like, poked Steve, and I'm like, I'm okay. But, like, am I okay? And he was like, you're okay. And I'm like, okay. I'm okay. But, Um, yeah, it was, like, just a disturbing dream that, like... Just vivid. Yeah. Did you know you were dreaming? No. It's one of... Yeah, it was one of those ones where I only know I'm dreaming after I wake up and remember the dream. Mm -hmm. And that happens a lot for me. Like, I think... I don't remember if we've talked about this, but the only time that, like, like, I get like tipped off that it is a dream through like my mo- my movement in it if i'm like i have to like drag my legs yeah, forward or, like or pull swim, or swim them, swim, walk. swim with my arms swim through walk. the air swim walk um and then i'm like and then in the dream i'm like wait a second i'm like this is this isn't normal yeah. like this is not how you walk in yeah. normal life especially, i'm like this this like, must be a dream especially yeah. if like sometimes that happens and i'm looking around and other people are walking faster than me yes and I'm, I'm like they're all walking normally yeah. but why, 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 why can't why i walk, can't walk, I walk like yeah. that like yeah like you you grab like a door frame to like yeah, drag yourself down Forward. One one mid dream solution I found was to lie down on the floor and roll. roll. <laughs> <laughs> you told me that. <laughs> I'm gonna roll my way down this hallway. I was like, this isn't working. <laughs> What's my next logical solution here? <laughs> is lie down and roll. Stop <laughs> dropping <and> roll. <laughs> uh, I did move faster after that. <laughs> And I'm sure the people in the dream were like, well, the, I mean, it was it was like a never-ending dark hallway situation, gotcha. so, and I was being followed by something, so, you know, it's one of those. Yeah. But, like, then the hallway was just never-ending, so, it like, I moved faster, but it didn't really help <laughs> the dream situation. So Not yeah, a great, no, not that, a great that, day. That, that happens. And then I just watched this, and then, and took notes, and, mm-hmm. and then we went and got coffee. Well, we had a sleepover uh, mm-hmm. last two nights, so that was fun. Hung out. I, first night, I just did a lot of editing. Uh, yeah, because I had to edit. <laughs> Amazingly, got I the, got it out in a it. day. You're like, did, that's how I don't know how you did that. I don't know because then I was I think it was good just because I was ruthless. I went through and I was like, none of this has anything to do with the episode. We're cutting it off. I have it on good authority. Right, that some of our listeners some of our, like our intro, our rambling intro where we talk about nothing in our personal lives. Yeah, I do know one listener in particular who tells us to get on with it. Yes, get on with it. <laughs> Get on, <laughs> just get to the episode. I'm yeah. not here to hear you talk about nothing. He's like, I already that's know also about because you. he knows our yeah, lives. He's like, I know about your yeah, lives, and he was already here for those stories. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I've yeah. heard you say those same stories like five times. Skips to the next part. Yeah, he's he's and then, hitting and skip thirty seconds. We should put in the notes like for dad. Skip to this. <laughs> skip to this time. Here are the here, here, are, time the, here are the time stamps for if you want to hear the episode of the episode only. Because you already heard us tell these stories at dinner. (laughs) (laughs) 
not to bring it back to Greatest Gen all the time, but, like, they have their Marin. They do their, their open. Uh, yes, and we like the Greatest Gen, and, you know, we were inspired by them, so we are allowed to talk about whatever. Yeah. yeah. For the first couple minutes. <laughs> for a little bit. And then we're like, sure, we need to go. <laughs> we we gotta, gotta go! go. <laughs> when it's running on three hours, we're like, whoa. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what our visual bit that we do. It's fine. Every time. It's fine. It's like, you can tell auditorily. Like, you can tell what it's it fine. is. It's fine. Curtis, Connor, Drew, and Danny all do that as a joke, and then they laugh at themselves. Yeah. Yeah, but you can see them because they're in a YouTube video. I could see. I <laughs> the, 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 the thing is, like, I could see, like, we did that. Yeah. We all did that. Yes. Sitting at the dinner table. <laughs> One of the last times we had family dinner. <laughs> and dad is sitting at the head of the table. And I, I, we all did it. And when I saw out of the corner of my eye, dad, dad like, shut his eyes and was looking. <laughs> we say that our, are references to other things. Our bits that we do is just us saying, saying things, things and then and then laughing, laughing at it. really loud. That's not that's not just us though. It's also us and mom too. Oh yeah. No, it's totally Yeah, mom. no, that's the humor we were raised with is yeah. saying a reference to something and then laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so are, are we actually we're not actually funny. <laughs> No, we are. We can appreciate the comedy, and then we let... It's like we've highlighted it, and we've brought it to the table. <laughs> curated. Yes. This is this is curated but comedy. Then we find, but then we find times to use it. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is... this. Is, it's curated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do have a bad bit that I have done. You have a couple bits that you do. They're all bad. They're all bad, <laughs> but all of my bits that I do are bad. I will admit that. But more recently, we got that got a reaction out of Dad oh, no. was um, in the lead up to the Super Bowl. Afterwards, like they're doing, like the 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 old sports guys are doing, the, like the like what oh, happened. Didn't like, we do it together? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I always do it, but this this one particular time, you were there too, and we were you know going back and forth over the audio of the actual sports guys, you know, <laughs> speaking louder than they were <laughs> on the TV, doing a pretend sports bit. Yeah. yeah, we're like, oh, you know, Bill, this game has really been a doozy. Yeah, yeah. 
I know, Jim. I know. You know, you never expect to see this sort of play happening out on the field. You see him throw the ball? He that, certainly threw it. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, let's, let's go down to our person on the field and get some insight from one of the players, and, uh, so and they'll maybe tell us how, how this game could have gone. Jim, how's it doing? <laughs> well, Bob, <laughs> I'm here with one of the players. <laughs> And, and like you know, you just pass it, man. Yeah. And you just you put it all out on the field. Yeah. Yeah. You put it all out on the field, and yeah. you see what happens. The players, they know what they're doing. The team they, effort. It was a team effort. Team effort. Everyone really got in there and did their job today. <laughs> <laughs> it was and really like go sports team. <laughs> go sports team. <laughs> and in a we, we we did this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> But you got a reaction out of Dad? <laughs> we did. And it was, Dad, we, there was a pause, and Dad just looks at us and goes, you guys are embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't, like, there was anybody else around. It was just, he was embarrassed no, for you. He was the only per other than us, he was the only, uh, Mom wasn't there. He was the only other person sitting in the room. I we were doing this embarrassing for him. us. He was so embarrassed. <laughs> it's like, you guys like, are Embarrassing. <laughs> it's like, I just tried to watch the game, guys. The game was over. <laughs> it's just the dumb sports commentary left. I've been, I've embarrassed Dad by doing that bit. I think I've embarrassed him by doing that bit outside at an actual game. You went to a football game? Not a football game, but like a baseball game. <laughs> oh, like a, lo- like a local, local baseball that's mm-hmm. funny. With, like, other people who could hear you? A <laughs> <laughs> face said yes. The face said yes. <laughs> See, I don't know if they were, if they, I think they could hear me, but I was, like, I was making jokes about, like, not knowing anything about baseball and being, like, I was, like, go bumblebees! <laughs> 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 and, like, See, this is how you know they gotta score a hole in one and shoot that puck in the basket. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, exactly like that. I usually do that like anytime I'm at a game. Really I don't funny. know anything about games in general, but mm-hmm. I know more about. I mean, of course, I know everything about volleyball, but <laughs> <laughs> I know more mm-hmm. about baseball than yeah, uh, than like football. Oh god, yeah, I know yeah. nothing about football. No. Yeah. Oh, I have one. <laughs> I mean, speaking of bad dreams, I was gonna say, and like things that are that should be bad dreams, horrifying things that happen at night. Yeah. Let's jump into Season 2, Episode 17, Heart. Our writer today is Sarah Gamble. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I like this episode, so... hmm? I like this episode. You like this episode? I have some beef with her about this episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay then. I, th- I thought we could talk about it. We can talk about it. It's fine. You're allowed to like it. I I liked it to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have had some issues with her. Okay. With with how she was writing. Directed by Kim Manners, one of our big directors. Mm-hmm. I thought there was some interesting things done with the direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some like different try, you know, trying different things. Yeah. Um, and also some directorial choices that I wasn't crazy about. But whatever. This episode aired. March 22nd, 2007. So, we get a cold open. We don't have a... Don't yeah. have a recap. Don't have a recap. I don't know why. Mm, don't know why. I don't know Did why. Did they forget in editing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Done. 
done. <laughs> Sends it out. <laughs> us. No, <laughs> us every week. <laughs> they tell us where we are. Hey, we know where we are. We are in San Francisco, California. It is nighttime. Nighttime. We're at a classy bar mm-hmm. full of business people. Yeah. yeah. Business people having business drinks. <laughs> after work. But have you ever done after work business drinks? No. Me neither. Have you done, like, business drinks, like, for the purpose of networking? No. Yeah. Me neither. I've never had, like, a job that would do that. I was at a conference where where I was supposed to be networking. Right. A, a couple conferences where yeah. I was supposed to be networking. And for the older students, this one hotel, we had, like, drink vouchers for the bar. Okay. But most of the students there, you're 21 when you're a senior, for the most yeah, part. So most yeah. of the students there are like, we can't use these. <laughs> <laughs> I was underage for, for that one, so didn't go. But I imagine there was some net- networking happening at the bar that night. Yeah. I'll say I Thanks. went out. I feel like the, the closest thing to that would be like going out to galleries Mm-hmm. themselves and like the like the free wine that's there and then like mingling with people but I never really I just kind of stuck to myself the whole time I was like just get me my wine and I'm gonna go look at the art by myself and I did actually run into like one person that I like kind of like got to be friends with so we got some we got some women with cocktails and martinis and they're laughing and all the drinks are fun colors yeah, yeah. there's like a big pineapple in one <laughs> <laughs> As blue. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And we got a man in a suit finishing a drink, and he walks over to the ladies, to one lady in particular, this, like, brunette woman. And she's laughing and laughing, and, and they're talking. And then he goes, he's like, hey, Maddie, listen, I, I, ha- I hate to pull you away, but I'm, gonna, I'm really going to need you to come back to the office with me. And she's just like, really? Are you now? Like, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It turns out I got to file these docs by midnight. And she's like, midnight? Like, oh. and, he, and he sort of trails off as he realizes. He's like, I'm, okay. I'm going to need you to, um, uh. <laughs> and he's like, this, this, this isn't, isn't working at all, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not <laughs> Nate. <laughs> so we've introduced our characters as yes. Maddie and Nate. Yes. Wonderful. Easy to do. Just a line of dialogue. Just mid-conversation. Have them directly address one another. Yes. You can do it. You can do it. It's easy. It's supernatural. He's like, listen, <laughs> I had a couple... Yeah, he, uh, so he tries this different tack. Yeah, I, sh- I shouldn't really drive. Could you give me a lift? And she's like, yeah, I already called you a cab. And, and he kind of chuckles. Like, like, like man. <laughs> like, yep. like, well... All right, see see you, you won this time. Yeah. Uh, you won this round. <laughs> She's like, see you in the morning. Like, they just leave. Yeah, yeah. The other and girls are all giggling. Yeah, as her. he leaves, they do all laugh, and I almost like I didn't feel bad because he was being gross. Yeah, yeah. but he turns and looks as they're laughing, and they look at him as they laugh and, at and him. They're laughing, laughing at him. At him. And I loved yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but then the the one friend is like, does that happen often? And she's like, only on days that end in a Y. I was like, yikes! Wow! I'm like, your boss does this to you every day? That's gross. My yeah. brain went Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just on the weekends. Oh, just the weekends. <laughs> so Maddie watches Nate go, and then her gaze sort of shifts, and there's a guy sitting at a table by like the door window situation. <laughs> Looks like Sebastian Stan. <laughs> he did. He did. You. I you watched it, it, and they were asleep. And I like woke him up, and I was like, "Is this Sebastian Stan?" And I was like, <laughs> like "I was." Oh, I don't. Oh, nighttime quiz show. Is this Sebastian Stan? I was. I was like deep sleep, and and I heard. 
I heard in I my like, dream. Hey. I was in a dream, but I heard Sebastian Stan, and I was like, huh? And then I, and then I was like, sort of waking up, and I was like, opening my eyes, and you were like, is this Sebastian Stan? And I was like, what? And, then, and, and you were like, you turn my no, I think it is, but I, you turn your computer to me, and it was a picture shook. of this guy, and you were like, does this, does this looks like Sebastian Stan? And I was like. Uh, huh? <laughs> like kind of, but like, yeah. What? Yeah, a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're. So your plan was wake them up instead of using Google, right? Yeah, and then I used Google, but I was like, after it's, the fact. I was like, well, not, I didn't have to wake them up. It's did not. I? It's not Sebastian. It's State. not. No, it's just a guy with kind of greasy long, like like shaggy hair, shaggy hair, who is um brooding, brooding, and like. <laughs> staring at her and like moody yeah he just got a drink in front of him he's just staring yeah it's like sebastian stan like as winter soldier yeah <laughs> it did look like it just looked like bucky barnes yeah it's just bucky barnes is set there he's got like the the hoodie hood o- out over the jacket situation yep and she sees this guy staring at her and then spins around to her friends and um, the blonde, blonde friend uh is like are you okay and she's like yeah and looks back and the guy's gone and she's like i've got a gay Go. And her friends are like, like they don't say anything. They're just kind of like, huh? Huh? They're like, okay, bye. She is walking outside in a parking lot. It's dark. <laughs> so, so dark, I can barely see what's happening on my screen. Yep. Yeah, I I turned, I was like, oh shoot, that's right. I realized I didn't have my brightness turned all the way up because I was like, I'm like I, just, I literally couldn't see anything. Yeah. So I turned up my brightness up and I was like, oh, okay. She hears, like, a clattering noise, and it's just a dog getting into some garbage cans. And I'm like, oh, boy, because this is a werewolf episode. <laughs> like, we're going to look at, we're going to, like, talk about dogs. <laughs> and, like, so, I mean, it's, there's this, it's a pretty big dog. It is. Yeah. That has gotten into the garbage. Not all that far from her. No. And, like, and she's like, just like, eh, eh, whatever. <laughs> she, she visibly relaxes when she's like, oh, it's a dog. Uh, it's just a dog. It's a dog. Yes, would, it's a big dog. It's I a big strange dog. I would be scared. It's a stray. I would be like, it's a stray loose dog. Loose dog with nobody around. Off leash. Off leash. Like, and it's getting into garbage. Like it for uh, like my first instinct is like coyote. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they'd be smaller, or like much smaller, much smaller than, than, than that dog. dog. My but, first instinct would be. I mean, a little scared to be like, where's its owner? Yeah. So she's still, she gets, she, you know, gets to her car. She's looking around. It's tense. She gets in her car. She's still looking around. She, you know, backs out and pulls away. And creepy man rounds the not, corner. Not Sebastian Stan. Like, like Terminator walking. Yeah. yeah. Like, like on a mission. And, and then, and then stops in the, in the shadows and, and watches. stares after her. It's morning the next day. Yeah, we assume. we assume at the office. Maddie is um, filling up the the drip coffee pot from the big water cooler jug, and the sound. <laughs> I had to look up. I'm like, I think it's called a water cooler, but I've never been in an office that has a water cooler, or like I've never like worked in an office like that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I think it's. And I looked up. I'm like, water cooler. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and that picture came up. I'm like, okay, okay, let's go. Yeah. Water cooler. <laughs> um, yeah, she's, she's in slow motion. Yes. Yeah, everything slows down. The sound gets weird and kind of echoey. Um, and she's, as she like looks up at an office door and there is a blood smear on the door and she, you know, kind of slowly approaches the door and we see through the door, there's blood on the, on the rug in the office. And then we see there's furniture tipped over and then we see there's a bloody hand hanging there off, off of a surface and she pushes the door open 
and it's Nate from the bar on the desk, on lying his back, on his back, with his chest all ripped up, dead, like mauled. She, she drops the coffee pot in slow motion and screams. And then we go to supernatural, supernatural theme. Fire. Fire. Now we're in the morgue, and we see Nate from the bar being pulled out of the morgue freezer. <laughs> chest all cut, like stitched, stitched up, stitched up. Kind of a cool shot. From mm-hmm. above the body as it's being pulled out of the cooler. Yeah. And then the camera, like, like swings. Like, doesn't cut. It swings from there to show the rest of the room. Yeah. And we see, so a lady, like a doctor, has um, pulled out the, the drawer. And she goes, here, detective. Detective Sam in his regular plain clothes. Pl- this is not what a plain clothes officer no. dresses like. No. This is what a college student dresses like. Yeah, these are street clothes. Yes. <laughs> or street clothes. Street, street clothes as opposed to plain clothes. Yeah, Sam, he's, he's just in like like a like a Henley. Yeah. But you and you can see like the white tee he's wearing underneath, like like kind of like stretched out collar, like yep. like rumpled coming up from underneath the shirt, and like a canvas jacket. He's just in regular jeans yeah. like he's just a college he, he student just, he just looks like a maybe maybe a grad student he yeah, looks a little older point. a little older than than uh first season i almost said freshman year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little older than season one sam uh so you know grad student he does not look like an officer no, no. detective sam detective of, the law. of the law <laughs> <laughs> comments on the nasty bite but the doctor person hasn't been able to determine what bit him exactly so sam like Sam goes for goes for the persuade. Yep. That's like, what's come on, Doc. Off the record. And she says, way, way off the record. She's like, like, sure, sure. If she didn't know any better, she'd say wolf. She says, but I'm going to go with Pitbull. I like my job. Yo, what? Excuse me? That's not your job as medical examiner. No. To be like, I don't, I don't like, I don't think that's reasonable. So, so I'm just going to do a reasonable option. So I'm just going to say Pitbull? Right. Excuse me? No. What? <laughs> Mr. Wawa. <laughs> yeah, okay, can you... P- there's a. There's just a little meme of, like, Pitbull saying, like, Mr. Wawa, it's the real five. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna say Pitbull. Oh, it's Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide, back here again and let you know. Like, excuse me? <laughs> that's not... That's not your job, ma'am, is to is to lie on a, on a medical examination. Now yeah. I'm just imagining... <laughs> killing <laughs> Pitbull is the killer. is the killer. Pitbull is bald head. Pitbull <laughs> with like sunglasses on. Yeah. <laughs> but he's rapping while he's doing. Yeah. It. He's he's like doing weird noise, weird song like, like, noises. All, like, all of the like 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 people who go who hear a noise bow, down a dark bow. alley, like in these episodes, like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> he comes down the this alleyway. All people are like like hello, and then they go down the dark alley, and it's Pitbull coming toward them down the dark alley, <laughs> dancing and like yeah. meet me at the hotel room, <laughs> and they're like you rhymed hotel room with hotel room like five times, times. and they do that and like the scream like, like and then they try to run away, <laughs> they try to run away. He's like, this is real And then he bites 
all the witnesses say they heard music <laughs> and, <laughs> and Mr. 305. <laughs> so Sam kind of laughs it off with like, yeah, I hear ya. About like, like I, I like my, my job, my nope. jobs, my job. People, too. people with regular study jobs. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, and he goes, "Hey, one more thing." Just one more thing, please. Was this guy's heart ripped out? <laughs> and she's like, "That was not <laughs> even in the report." Know? How did you know that? Uh, how did you know? And Sam just like, huh, "Lucky guess." Like he's some kind of detective. He's like, "Yeah, I'm on, I'm on a case." Like, yeah, I'm on, a, I'm on a case. Also, lucky yeah. guess. Uh, Lucky guess. So, we're at their motel room. Dean's, like, cleaning his gun. Uh, while Sam fills him in on the case. The, uh, so, we learn that uh, Nate was a lawyer, and this is the first heart-free man in town. But over the past year, several women have gone missing. The dead bodies have washed up later in the bay, too deteriorated to draw firm conclusions, but no hearts also. Sam gets a beer. All of the women who went missing were hookers working a specific point hunter's point the cops have been trying to keep it keep this under wraps because they're looking for a serial killer they confirm that the looter cycle works for their situation month after month all of the murders happen in the week leading up to the full moon which this is dean is very excited that this is a werewolf <laughs> yeah and sam is like could you be a bigger geek about this <laughs> And Dean has his line. It's like, human by day, freak animal killing machi- machine by moonlight. Werewolves are badass. They haven't seen one since they were kids. And Dean opens up this box that's just full of silver bullets. Although I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a silver bullet and a real bullet. No. Because bullets are metal. Yep. And it's silver funny. in color. <laughs> They're just like when polished. He, yeah. <laughs> it's funny when he holds it up later and I'm like, yep, that's a bullet. That's certainly <laughs> that, that, that is a bullet. That looks like a bullet to me. <laughs> Sam is like, you know, at Dean's excitedness. He's like, okay, Sparky. Then after that, after we kill it, we can go to Disneyland. And we get a couple sassy Sams mm-hmm. yep. throughout this episode. Uh, Dean does not acknowledge this, though. Not at all. He's too excited. The best part about this is that, like, they already know how to kill one. And he holds up the silver bullet. He's like, silver bullet to the heart. Right, that's a bullet. Certainly it's a bullet. (laughs) So their next move is to go to talk to their witness, the girl who found the body. So now we're at Maddie's house. (laughs) They walk in and she's like, I don't know why you guys have to investigate me. I already did all this. Yeah, like, I gave you my statement. But Glenn, her neighbor Glenn is there. Yep. And... She's like, okay, investigators, Glenn, Glenn investigators. And he's like, okay, I'll be out of my, I'll be out of my way. <laughs> yeah, Glenn, Glenn's just the guy there. who, her neighbor who lives across the hall, you know, kind of awkwardly leaves like, mm-hmm. okay, hello, goodbye. Yes. He awkwardly walks past Maddie, past Dean and out. And uh, Dean introduces them as Detective Landis and Dante, which I did not look up. No, neither did I. Uh, I did. Directors of werewolf movies. Oh, okay. Um, Landis directed American Werewolf in London. Okay. And Dante directed The Howling. Werewolf movies from the 80s. Gotcha. Is that what the song... Was the song based on the movie? I don't know. Werewolf in London? Oh. Werewolves in London. Yeah. Oh, I was for I'm like she wolf. <laughs> also, and, and and I think I've we've said I've said before, maybe not on pod. I want to hear a mashup of she wolf and werewolves in London. <laughs> so, listeners, if you are of a musical inclination, yeah. please put that out into the world. I do like that idea. <laughs> I think it would work. Maddie thinks 
Glenn for the casserole. <laughs> and Dean goes, oh, how thoughtful. <laughs> like, okay, jerk. All right, then. She she just went through a traumatic experience, and her neighbor, as Maddie then says, was being sweet and checking on her. Yeah, he, and Glenn is like, just just call if you need anything. And Maddie does say to the boys, like, he is sweet. He came over to check on me mm-hmm. and tells him to have a seat, and they all sit down. The boys are not in suits. Oh, also, Glenn was wearing a shirt. Right, it said, said, like, Mission Christian or like church mission church mission church, yeah, with, with like a running guy, it's like like a like a charity marathon shirt, right? Does that come into play? No, no. and it makes me wonder if something was cut, hmm. um, based on some of the stuff like like the motives and stuff we get later. Yeah, not, not, not motives, but like the subconscious stuff that they talked about talk about later. Yeah, if if something was cut talking about how he, like, was turning to the church. Yeah. And, like, this was so- in some way, like, distressing to him. Yeah. Ha- having, having, you know, the issues we can talk about later. But it doesn't get brought up. Nope. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, but, like, 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 I don't have the... There are deleted scenes. Oh. Um, I, but I don't have the DVDs. Right. The, 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 uh, the gag reels are also on the DVDs. So, like, I can... Like, 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 I can Google the, the gag reels. <laughs> when we get some Patreon money. No. <laughs> when, when we get some Patreon money, we can get the DVDs. DVD um, box set. Yeah. And uh, just watch all the special features. <laughs> and they do. They're, they're, they have... Making com- of. They, they, have, they have making of. They have um, director and actor commentaries. Cool. Um, I just don't have... I don't have any of the DVDs. Ne- never did. Yeah, when we get some, pa- <laughs> some <laughs> Patreon money. Or a P.O. box. Yeah. And, enough, and if someone and enough, wants to send us enough, those. Enough fans... Who want us to have a P.O. box? Email us if you want us to have a P.O. box, and we'll set up a Patreon, and maybe that can pay for the P.O. box. Yeah. And then you and then you can send us letters. I am like a like, little bit jealous of like the greatest gen oh, guys right. who get like get all everything. kinds of all kinds of like mail. Yeah, I love getting mail. I, know. I love getting mail. And they get like those trading cards. Yes, and then they can play trading card games. Yes. Send there's got to be a collectible card game for like Supernatural. There's like so there's like Supernatural um, cards against Supernatural humanity. Uno. <laughs> Is there Supernatural Uno? I would I bet. I'm sure. I hope. I'm sure there's Supernatural Uno. There's super. There, there's Uno everything. Yeah. yeah. But um, I like if we were to play like Cards Against Humanity, I would have to filter through like all of the cards because it's of the spoilers. 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 So we we either like, wouldn't be able this? we either wouldn't be able to play it <laughs> yeah. until after yeah, like it had been released in the course of the show. Yeah. Or, or I would have to go through all of the cards and pick the safe ones. <laughs> <laughs> We're left with like ten really yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we could do like, that. These are the our... safe ones. <laughs> Every with... season, we could pick through our new deck or of uh, season, season yeah. two cards, season three cards. We're left with like our cards ten against cards. humanity deck building game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no one's sending us emails yet. Send us emails first. Yeah. So email us if you want to send us something. Yeah. Or DM us on Instagram. DM us on Instagram. Or on Twitter. On Twitter. At us. Yeah. Interact with us. <laughs> this has been the intermission. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The mid-scene intermission where we just stop talking about the show for a minute. <laughs> Sam is like, you must be pretty shaken up. You were Nate Mulligan's assistant, right? And she's like, yep, for two years. And Dean says, like, so you probably knew all about him. And Maddie says, like, that she probably knew more about him than he did. Maddie says that he was nice. He was nice. He was nice. And then I wrote down, just nice. What was she really like? She was great. Yeah, she clarifies nice. Like, her definition of nice is get a few scotches in him and he'd start hitting on anyone in a five-mile radius. Which does not, to me, say 
nice. No. No, no it doesn't. It says creepy. Yeah. Creepo. And, yeah. and, and bad boss. Yeah. Yeah. Bad boss. So at, at this, Dean, Dean, he's like smiling and laughing. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And Sam looks at Dean and he goes, you know, she, she's like, you know the type. And Sam is like, yeah, yeah. I do actually. And Dean's like, hey. <laughs> hey. So this is our first. Um, we have a few of these of Dean being season one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is very season one, Dean. It, as far as his character development goes, we should be past, past this. <laughs> he stopped behaving like this at the beginning of this season. Yeah, after dad died. Yeah. For pretty much. And with John went, you know, the person he was performing for. Yeah. For pretty much the entire season, he has not behaved like this. Why is he behaving like this? And he does it through the entire episode. And it's very season one, Dean. Like, he just hasn't been behaving this way because we're past that in his character development. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me, uh, like, right now we're rewatching DS9 and we're in season two right now, I think. But season one Bashir is, like, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Like, episode one. Season one, whole season. But episode one, bam. Bad Bashir. (laughs) Dean asks if Nate had any enemies. And Maddie is like, it looks like an animal attack. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean. And he's like, just covering all the bases. Uh, Anyone that he might have had a beef with, a former client, an ex. And her face does like an, oh, shit. (laughs) And she brings up that she has an ex. But she goes, this is embarrassing. But my ex-boyfriend, Kurt, and uh, and he's like, Kurt had the last name. <laughs> She's like, Mueller. Okay. And she says that after they broke up, he went nuts and started stalking her. And I'm like, that's not embarrassing that's for not, you. That's not embarrassing. Why would you say, this is embarrassing? It's just my ex-boyfriend. He's stalking He's kind of crazy. He's kind of crazy. And he I have stalks seven, me all the time. I have seven evil exes that you have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. I never saw that one. I've never seen it either. Okay. You you just see the commercial where where she says seven evil exes? Or no. Or you just talk audio. Oh. 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 Of course. (laughs) Why didn't I think TikTok first? So this is embarrassing. He's been stalking me. Uh, He's got it in his head that something was going on between Nate and I. He showed up at my office. And Sam is like, Um, yeah, so she's embarrassed that her her ex-boyfriend showed up at her office, tried to punch her boss, and she almost lost her job over it. And then she saw him the night her boss turned up dead. He was, yeah. He was at, he was at the bar. And she, they're like, yeah, like, when was the last time you saw him? And she's like, a few nights ago. Actually, the night that they died. died. I'm like, isn't that a little <laughs> suspicious? A little connection there, maybe. <laughs> and they're like, well, what did he do? And she's like, oh, well, nothing. He just, like, he was just, just watching me. <laughs> he was just <laughs> Me. Isn't that a, isn't that like and then he was gone to tell you the truth he scares me <laughs> <laughs> like ma'am ma'am this is concerning yeah so how do you feel about how she's written at this point oh at this point uh not great but mm-hmm. it's just weird that she's I mean she's written as like an assistant mm-hmm. and is like yeah not like a paralegal not like no she's she's just she's like a secretary but she's like and i mean and sam says this later she, he's like you're smart right <laughs> like you've got all, all these yeah. nice books on your shelf like you're smart and and she's like yeah i am and it's like but then why aren't you why are you like his assistant why, yeah, why was she why was she written in this and like way? and the only thing that we saw her doing was getting coffee mm-hmm. i'm like what that was she didn't have to be she could have been doing paralegal been, things she could have been a paralegal 
or another part or a, or a, partner a, a junior, in the firm. junior partner. Yeah. Nope. She was written as and, a, and like, like it this would, is it embarrassing. Would, it, he was stalking me and I'm an assistant. And then later, like written as it's kind of my fault that yeah. he was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, like, like she's like, this is embarrassing. And like, she talks about like, like she's lucky she, she didn't lose her job mm-hmm. as if like, it's her job to control her, boyfriend. her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend. After she has helpfully said, like, we need to end things. Yeah. And then he goes crazy or whatever. And, like, that's her fault. Yeah. And, and this, this, this never gets addressed. No, no. <laughs> that they're like, okay, yeah, no, that sounds like, it sounds like your fault. <laughs> like, okay. Uh-huh. Sounds like your fault. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So after the boys are, you know, walking away from, they're having their, they're, they're not even on the porch yet. They're no. starting to talk about the case. She could be like, she could, she could be standing at the door. Yeah. And they just, they just, as soon as they they're hit like, the stairs. Stalker ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so they have their little debrief. And they're like, okay, well, everything seems to be following right along in a case this this makes sense. We have a stalker ex-boyfriend who yep. hates the boss, who was there the night, of the night of the murder. It's a theory, and Dean's like, we've had worse theories that we've gone on. So they're going to try to go pay Kurt a visit. They get in the car to, to take off. Inside Maddie's <laughs> house, she's moving around the kitchen, and she hears a dog barking. She goes to the window to look, and she sees Kurt. Standing on the sidewalk, just looking, just, just, just staring looking. at her, and she's she, like, she sort of, uh, she sort of blinks a little bit, and then he's gone. And he's gone. She sort of pulls back, kind of unnerved. Also, it's nighttime. Nighttime. And like the last time, the last thing we saw, they're like, we're gonna go to Kurt's place, and it was day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, did it take them all night to go to Kurt's place? Like, how? I don't it? know what the traffic's like in San Francisco. I guess. <laughs> I heard that <laughs> it's it took pretty, them hours. I've heard if she lives, busy. In, if she lives out in the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. To get to downtown San Francisco. Okay. I've heard the traffic's pretty bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can, I can't confirm. I know. It's a big city, so. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it was just very like, we're going to go do this, and then like, it's nighttime. <laughs> Think, looking back at like, you know, the, the night cityscape we, we see, I haven't seen very many things set in San Francisco, no. but it doesn't, no, it doesn't look, look like it should be San Francisco. San Francisco's got hills. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. This is pretty flat. Yeah. Of course, I am... Th- I, I mean, I can't... The only thing you're thinking of is what's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the hills have changed dramatically since the 70s. No. Is... Um, no. What's... Um, Princess Diaries. That's what I was going to say. Princess Diaries. Yeah, is yeah, that, it's in San Francisco. Francisco. I was just thinking about her going up and down that yeah, hill. Yeah, the hill. That's what, yeah, I was going to ask. I didn't see, I didn't see any hills. No. I mean, it was all at nighttime, but it did look pretty flat. It was flat. super flat. I don't think it was San no. Francisco. <laughs> yeah, San Francisco. like Vancouver or something. Yeah. That was probably Which is where they shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so we see this nighttime cityscape to let us know that we're at a downtown apartment. <laughs> in the apartment, the boys break in to investigate how they knew he wouldn't be home when they broke in at, yeah, at, at like, at you know, night. 10 o'clock at night. I don't know. Did they just knock a lot and they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we'll just let ourselves in and assume he's not asleep? Yeah. In the bathroom? We see like a weird lens or, view of someone watching and them. Go, mm-hmm. Okay, so the boys break in. Dean checks the fridge. Yeah. And like, okay, yes. Yeah. He, so he was get he was looking for, for hearts. Meat. Maybe meat. Baby meat. Uh, not baby. What is it? Baby rice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Body rice. parts. And then Sam is like, maybe you should check the freezer. S- Sam's going through something. Yeah. I don't know. It looked like a photo album. <laughs> yeah, some kind of folder with papers in it. Or And his his comment to Dean, it comes off as kind of like sassy snarky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then Dean's kind of like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but he stops. 
and he hears a noise that I think the subtitles say was like metal. Yeah, which <laughs> like, I'm like what? Like, like what? So he goes to check the window, and it's actually a sliding door out onto a balcony. So he goes out and calls Sam over, and we see like scratch marks on the side of a building going oh. all the way down. So our next shot is like, of the alley, like like in in the alley, looking out to the street, and a cop rounds the corner, and he hears a noise and gets his flashlight out and like comes down the alley to investigate. Hey, is someone there? And we see this like yeah, like like this fisheye lens point of view shot from behind a fence and dumpsters, and we hear some growling. And the 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 cop you know comes down the alley, go around the corner, and discovers. The fisheye lens person. <laughs> yeah, whoever is we're seeing from that perspective. Uh, who uh, charges him. He he tries to get his gun out, and we he shoots. He's, like, rushed by this thing. And the boys hear a gunshot. So they uh, they drop what they're doing and, you know, tearing out of the apartment. So they're in, they're, you know, downtown in a big city. They hear a gunshot. Right. And immediately go toward it. Run, run toward it. Yep. And now De- they're in an Dean, active crime to be, scene. To be, well, to be fair, Dean is the one who drops whatever he was doing and takes off first, mm-hmm. and then Sam follows. Yeah. Dean, I have to save everybody. Yeah. Person, right? Yeah. Sam's like, wait, no, I want to be that person too. <laughs> Sam's like, yeah, this this season, I am that person too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Leave. I just like want to walk through this. They hear a gunshot. I don't know whether they assume it's related to their case, but a gun has gone off in uh, San Francisco in, in downtown San Francisco. That's going to be reported. The police are going to show up. And they go to it. They go to it. And Your they are broadcast live on Yeah, TV. they're both wanted by the feds. Yeah. Not bright on their part. Um, so they, you know, they go down to the alley to investigate. And they find the dead cop who has been, you know, torn apart. You know, chest all you know, torn up. And Sam's like, I'll call 911. But here's the thing. And he doesn't. No. <laughs> he just <laughs> stands there. So there are four deaths that happen over the course of this episode. Yeah. Three of the four, the boys place themselves at the, at the scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not looking good for them. Two of the four, the boys do. The boys do do the, do, mur- the, yeah. murder, the murder. This this isn't great. <laughs> Dean is like, it looks like her is, is looking more and more like our Cujo. Then Sam is like, you know, we better go check on Madison, though. So back at Maddie's apartment. Um, the boys are knocking on her door, w- waiting for her to answer, and Glenn opens the door behind them. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? <laughs> Nosy neighbor. <laughs> and uh, he goes, and Dean goes, police business, Glenn. <laughs> Maddie answers the door in a robe, like, like, <laughs> hello? Hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> and suge- Sam suggests they uh, talk in private. So back in Maddie's apartment, she's making them coffee. Which is the only thing we know that she can do. <laughs> <laughs> We, yep. we know no, that she, she makes, knows how to make coffee. We know that she certainly knows how the coffee maker works. <laughs> Sam asks if Kurt has been here. And she goes, not exactly. And they're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean, Maddie? <laughs> well, he gave me some flowers. <laughs> like, like, well, he, he went was... back together. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly. We're back together. <laughs> no. No. He, uh, he, he was, was outside last night just looking at me. Has he done something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was outside looking at you. That's what he's this is, done. This is this is cause for an order of protection, yeah. Maddie. Yeah, yeah. She asks, you know, if, if he's done something, and they're kind of like cagey about it. They're like, not exactly. It's probably nothing, but uh, we don't like, want to take any chances. One of us should probably stay here. 
with you just in case he drops by for no reason that we're actually concerned. Just you we know, just like don't want to kill you. Uh, anyway, we, we also, didn't say that. Where does he work? <laughs> like yeah. Says, so Dean asks for his work the address. Body shop, which I didn't. Yeah. That's get. like uh, and like cars. Yes. Okay. Wait. What cars? cars? Yeah. Like. Detail. He, detail own, he owns a body shop. It's that's um as opposed to like a regular mechanics garage. That's like Other, cosmetic. Yeah, cosmetic things, cleaning, detailing, detailing, cleaning. Detailing? I think yes. Okay, because when she said that, I was like, oh, he owns like a like a sex shop. No, <laughs> no, no. I was like, I was like, I thought like salon for like not necessarily massages, but like yeah, I guess like. Yeah, a spa. Yeah, like a spa. <laughs> I was thinking, no. like, he, I was like, he for was cars. Like a, I was like, a spa for cars. It's like a spa for cars. It's like, I did not take Kurt to be the guy to own a, own a spa. spa. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not really in his character. So Dean asks her to go get him the work address. She does. And then Sam and Dean kind of argue quietly about who's going to get to stay with Maddie. Yup. This is season one Dean behavior. Yes, Because they had this argument a couple times in season one. When but this is also weird of Sam to yeah. be like, why do you always get to stay with the hard girls? It is weird of Sam, especially because Dean hasn't gotten to stay with the hot girls. Yeah. It's pretty much always been Sam. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, doesn't make a move necessarily because no. that's no. not him. No, and in, and in season one, when we were doing this more often, Sam was, you know, still getting over <gasps> Jess. Dad's getting over my was... dead girlfriend. <laughs> and, and he's being sad. And then he gets to, you know, you know, either, you know, stare longingly at them or, you know, stare trauma longing. bond. Yeah, with them. trauma bond and then kiss and then be like, I can't do this. I just, oh, I'm I just, too tortured. And then, <laughs> and then stare out the window. And then she gets to be like, I get it, I'm cursed. And he's like, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so this is different for, it is to, to complain that Dean, Dean always gets to stay with them. He doesn't. No. I can't think of a time that Dean got to just hang out with the hot girl. Yeah. Where, while Sam went and did something else. Yeah. So yeah, he goes, and D- Dean is like, I'm going to hang out here with the hot chick. I'm like, okay, nice. And he goes, you go after the creepy ex. And... <laughs> Uh, when Sam asks, like, why do you always get to hang out with the girls? He goes, because I'm older. And Sam goes, like, no, screw that. We'll settle this the old-fashioned way. And they both, like, bring their fists up. And, and I was like, like, and then, and then Dean With, like, kinda, a hand underneath. But, <laughs> but at first, Dean kind of, like, put both fists up. I was like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna here? <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah. We're gonna tussle. <laughs> no, no. Then they do rock, paper, scissors. And but what they I noticed they stop on three. Yeah, they, they do go one, one two, two, go. Yeah, as opposed, as opposed to, to one, two, three, go. What? Yeah, they go one, two, go. One, two, three. Yeah. The boys oh. do one, two. Oh. Or yeah, yeah. one, two. Yeah, the one, two, throw. <laughs> they, they they throw on three as opposed to one, two, three, throw. Oh. Now I don't know which one feels better. Doing three, I for for me, doing three and then throwing your your whatever feels better than because it feels incomplete to be like one yeah. two eh. and yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like oh <laughs> yeah for a second I was like for the first time that I did it, I was like Dean did it too early <laughs> I was like he cheated <laughs> I'm like he's gonna change what he did he's gonna like yeah. put up scissors and then put up paper <laughs> like ah that's the move of a cheater <laughs> yeah like, no but they both do it they both do it so I guess that's and how like, they've done it and like okay like house rules like sure as long as everyone doing it is aware is aware and they all follow the same thing whatever it just feels wrong yeah mm-hmm. and it's incorrect <laughs> <laughs> it's incorrect <laughs> Sam wins with Rock uh, Dean has scissors and he goes he's like Dean always with the scissors and this is the start 
of a thing. Really? This is, this is a recurring bit, is they do rock, paper, scissors, and Dean always has scissors. <laughs> That's funny! And he always loses. She's <laughs> like, maybe this time. Two out of three. Maybe this time. One of these days, it's not gonna be scissors, and I'm gonna win. So Dean is like, two out of three. Yeah. And he's like, okay, fine. They and do it again, and he pulls up scissors, and he and Sam puts a rock, and, and he's like, God! <laughs> <laughs> and Sam goes like he's like bundle up out there all right <laughs> and like the, the so other than the season one-ness of it of this whole situation yeah their interaction was, cute. was yeah. cute and it was very very brother yes in a way that we haven't gotten a ton of because this they've been dealing with a lot of grief and trauma and and higher stakes than they're used to right we got a lot of it in tall tales being yes. like brother brothers you know but like and that like was- that was a lot. That was ex- that was kind of extreme. Yeah. And they're they were like, I hate you. Like 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 I'm gonna like, 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 fucking kill you. Um with yeah, with this this is more, you know, standard brother behavior. Yes. More, you know, what we saw throughout season one of and sassy Sam. Yeah. <laughs> a couple a couple of these lines are sassy Sam delivered. Yes. Uh, which I like. Uh, gives it gives him some personality, yeah. other than concern, concerned face, concerned face, and clenched jaw. Dean leaves. We see in our next scene, Sam is sitting at the kitchen table in Maddie's place, and uh, Maddie is like getting the mail and looking through it, like just doing normal things. She's like, "I'm just in my house doing normal things, and you're this just would be sitting so here." Weird. Yeah, and they make awkward eye contact and smile, and she's like, "Do you want to sit on the couch?" And he's like, "No, no, I'm good." And she's like, "It's more comfortable," and he's like, "I'm fine." So. And then he does, like, an awkward neck scratch. Yep. And she gets a laundry basket and dumps underwear on the table and starts folding it. Like, in front of him. In front directly of Directly in front like, of him. Holding it up in the air and, like, like airing it out airing in front it out. of his nose. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and then, like, folding it in the air, like, right in front of his face. See, it's so tiny, though. It was small. Yeah, I'm you like, don't see it's, it's, it's a thong. Yeah, and, like, why are you folding it's, a thong? <laughs> I don't know. She's just kind of like, that's, a, that's in the same me. category as socks for me. <clears throat> Sam is like so awkward that he's like, you know what? I will sit on the couch and gets mm-hmm. up and leaves. And, like, and she just smiles. She's like, <laughs> I made you uncomfortable. <laughs> but like, who would do that? I know. This is a weird flirting technique. It's a weird flirting technique. This is weird. Because then later she remarks on it and she's like, well, I, I showed, showed you my underwear. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, and why did you do that? Yeah. Did you actually have to fold it? Right. Like, and like, why wouldn't you go do that in your bedroom? Where your dresser is. Where your dresser is. is. Why would you do it out in the kitchen? Yeah, because then when you put it back into the basket, it's probably going to kind of unfold. The phone rings, and it's Dean. And he says, let me guess, you're sitting on the couch like a stiff, trying to think of something to say. And uh, he Sam asks like, if he found Kurt. <sighs> Dean is coming out of the body shop, and he's like, Kurt hasn't been to work all week. Um, but he has a line on where he might be. And, and again, this is delivered in a way that's very... Season one, Dean. Because he's like, because I'm good. I'm really good. It's it's a cocky confidence that Dean just hasn't had this season. Yeah, which which is weird. This 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 Dean just feels out of place. Mm-hmm. He gets um, the Impala and says, "What's she wearing?" And again, mm-hmm. like, right? Why? Why? This isn't the Dean we've we've come to learn we've to know. <laughs> come to know this season. 
who is this man? I don't know who this is. Maddie, Maddie sits on the couch next to Sam and turns on the TV. Whatever is on, like some soap, mm-hmm. he kind of rolls his eyes and laughs a little to himself. And she goes, she's like, I saw that. <laughs> and he's like, what? So what? <laughs> and she's like, okay, my house, my TV. I never get to watch my show, so suck it up. We get an exterior shot of the apartment building house and whatever a, a, to show that time has passed. Yeah, and a fade transition. Yeah. And we see um, Sam has his jacket off now. He's in more, more comfortable in just his long sleeve tee. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's like, on the edge of the couch, like, like sitting with like his, with his feet planted firmly so he could like get up if he needed to. And watching the TV as the credits roll because like, he is invested now. It's like uh, in Toy Story, it's like, oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> And she turns turns the the TV off, and he it's a daytime soap, ridiculous plot nonsense. Yeah, Sam is like, so wait, Kindle married Ethan's father just to get back at him, and she's like, yeah, now she's gonna inherit all the casinos that were supposed to go to Ethan. He does say, what a bitch! Like, and then they both laugh. All together. right, they both laugh at it. Yeah. And she's like, you're hooked on this, aren't you? And he's like, no, I wouldn't say hooked. Haha. <laughs> Turns to her and he's like, can I ask you a question? It's a little personal. And she's like, well, you've already seen my whole underwear collection. And she calls it a collection. Yeah. It's like, funny. it's not like, like I actually wear the underwear. Right. Yeah, no, no, like, this is, this is my collection of this underwear. <laughs> I have collected it. <laughs> she, she, she does say underwear collection. collection. As opposed to just my all, all my underwear. underwear. Or all my panties. Hey, cool. You know, it, it could have been like... Like, I'll show you my private collection. <laughs> I bet you find it. Diverging. Like, which I, like, I, I guess this can imply that the, like, these are like the, like the fancy ones. Yeah. And right. she brought out her whole collection. Yeah. To just show. To display. To display. <laughs> I guess. Sam is like, so you're smart. <laughs> You've got all these books on your shelf that are like, Smart person books, and you're. He, <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't specify. He doesn't say what books they are. He's like, they're they're books. They're great books. He just you just have books. You have books, so you must be smart. Yeah, to uh, kill a mockingbird. Right, but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't specify. And he's like, and you're independent. He's like, so what were you doing with Kurt? And I'm like, does that mean like is he like judgy about a guy who owns a body shop? He's being judgy about a guy who owns a body shop. He's not specifying. He says, "He says you're smart. You have books." Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, okay Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> and reading and thinking. thinking. Uh, and he says, "He says you're independent." What have we seen? Like, like she we lives have, on her own. She lives on her right. own. But we haven't seen like she's so independent that she does her underwear on the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're we're not getting. Much actual. She makes her own coffee. <laughs> she can make coffee. <laughs> yup. There she goes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting an awful lot of personality from her. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we don't. N- other than she has this difficult, uh, you know, troublesome ex situation. Mm-hmm. She has a um, a soap that she likes. She has a yeah. soap that she likes. Opera, not just. A <laughs> <laughs> kind of soap that she uses all the time. A, day- a daytime soap she watches. She has sexy underwear. Mm-hmm. Her boss was creepy. She was a secretary assistant type person. Yeah. She doesn't have an awful lot of personality. The, he's like, Sam saying, you're smart. Right. You have books. Mm-hmm. You're independent. I'm, Which I'm, I just think it's, it's funny because she hasn't real, she hasn't said her story yet. No. And he's like, you're independent. Yeah, and I'm like, like it would be different speak. if she had said, like, 
I was mugged, and now I'm... And I've made all these I've decisions. made all these choices in my life. And, and changes. I, I've changed my life, and I'm independent. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, well, let me speak for you. Uh, you're independent. Um. <laughs> so, so yeah, he's being judgy about, about Kurt. She says, she's like, I don't... He asks why, why she was with him. She's like, I don't know. I mean, it's not like he introduced himself like, hi, I'm possessive and controlling, and I like to punch people who want to be my girlfriend. <laughs> and like, yeah, okay, fair. Like, that's... Yeah, fair. <laughs> But then he goes, yeah, I guess we all make mistakes. Uh, <laughs> what? What? It's like, it was, his, it was her mistake for being, being with him, and, like, it like, was her fault that's for... Not, that's not how abusive relationships no, work, so no. we made mistakes to get to where we are. She laughs it off uh, as, like, yeah, well, <laughs> my, mine's wanted by the police, so... <laughs> that's very funny. That's very funny. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. You're... <laughs> and he's stalking me. Ha ha ha. That's very stalky. Like, it's... Very funny for victim blaming, Sam. And then she goes, You know, you want to know why I stayed with him, really? I was too insecure to leave. I'm like, Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Well, hmm. That's not really how abusive relationships work. What does no. that really mean? What does she mean? Too by insecure that? to leave? Like, I, I didn't think anybody else would want me. I guess, yeah. I don't understand. Which, which she, how she's that still, like, putting the blame for this on herself. Which. Is not how abusive relationships work. No, no. I think the effects of this abusive relationship are still in play on her. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Because and that is how she thinks about it. Yeah, because uh, no, this guy was abusive to her, so she didn't. She didn't want to leave because I mean, because that's like one of the hardest things. Yeah. yeah. She so, but then she says she turned her life around because she got mugged. Or, rather than staying sorry for herself, she decided that she was going to make changes and... Take control of her life. So she's like, the first thing I did was tell Kurt that he had to go. And I'm like, okay. I mean, the, yeah. good for you. Standing up for yourself and making that change. And uh, and Sam was like, smart move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and she's like, apparently, yeah, uh, everything else just blossomed. It all, it's been wonderful, really. Just great. Just, just great. great. No specifics. No. And he, he kind of raises his eyebrows at that. And she's like, what? Doesn't everyone think that being a victim of random violence is the best thing that happened to them? And he's like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> no specifics. Nope. About, like, what she did to change her life. Or, like, what she was, what she was, other than Kurt, like, what she was doing before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what she, versus what she does now. What changed? Yeah. Any hobbies? Was it anything in her career? Was she, like, advancing now? What did she do in her career? Like, no. She and she's, she's a secretary and she makes coffee. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, like, being a secretary is a career. Yeah. But, but, but she doesn't, what she does doesn't. What does secretary mean? Does that, well, I mean, it's what I am. <laughs> um, but you i know what you do yeah because you go through it's basically all i just that's everything. that's that's yeah. what you do but in some jobs it's different oh yeah it's gonna I mean, depend it, on the company you work for yeah and like i i'm uh fortunate enough to work for a union sam calls her unusual you're so quirky you're, you're so, so quirky my man i fixy dream girl <laughs> quirky quirky <laughs> what it's from bob's, bob's burgers <laughs> You're my quirky turkey. <laughs> Maddie's like unusual, like, and she kind of like spins her finger <laughs> by her head, like unusual. Like, am I crazy? Am I cray cray? And he's like unusual, like impressive. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like what? What? What has she said so far? You've I mean, gained, I guess the mugged thing. Like, like, you've gained getting my mugged, interest. Getting mugged and making a change in her life in the genre of like motivational speaker change. Yeah, yeah. that kind of like. You know, and and like like she 
That is and, impressive. Okay, getting out of an abusive relationship, sure. That is, that impressive. is impressive. We don't know any specifics about her. No. Which I'm not crazy about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, like how, how she's been written to this point. Yeah. Over this whole thing, Sam has been doing the, like, you know, look away, look at her. Yeah. Look away, look at her. Like, kind of, like, 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 just shy of, like, bite, bite lip a little bit. Yeah. Look away shyly. Like. And she's been doing a lot of letter, letter blinking. Yeah, a little fluttering of the eyelashes. She's like, you really think? And the, and the, tone, think so. and the tone has been getting quieter and quieter, and they're sitting on the couch together. They're a little bit closer, little and bit they closer. turn toward each other, and yeah. And then so, the are phone we about to kiss right now? <laughs> Interrupted by the phone. Dean is on the phone, uh, says that he found Kurt, and Sam is like, good, don't take your eyes off him. And Dean is in a strip club, watching a stripper. His eyes are right up her cooch. Yep. <laughs> 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 yup. Oh my god. And they are. Yup. We yeah. see we see um just two like two feet and legs come into frame from above on a pole and start like dancing around the pole. And sitting across the stage from Dean is Kurt, who was also watching, but he's still brooding. Yeah, he's <laughs> drinking like a beer and being like, I'm so angry right I'm now. Angry. <laughs> Which, like, I wouldn't let that guy into a strip club if he's got that kind of attitude. Yeah. I'd be worried for the dancer's safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he might, you know, be ta- creepy. Be creepy and then take out some of his Anger. aggression issues on the dancers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is something I would be concerned about as a bouncer. Yeah, Dean is, he's, he says he's watching Kurt. He's not. He's no, watching the My eyes are glued. <laughs> <laughs> yep. To the dancer. As he hands the dancer a dollar bill. Yep. I'm like, make that a ten dollar bill. Yeah, right. <laughs> really cheap. He's like, look, Sammy, I gotta let you go. I don't want to miss anything. This is, again, season one, Dean. Yeah. Yeah. What are you just doing? Being you're being super horny. You're just being super horny. What are you doing? You're just, on a case. Just watching her. Just At least not, he's not drinking. Yeah. Yeah. At, le- at least he's not drinking. He's on a case. He's being professional. He's just wa- He's just. He's just there watching a dancer. In our next scene, Sam is watching the moon. <laughs> Out the window. Out the window. Um, Ma- Maddie is like, so I'm gonna turn in like because it's like late and this is my house yeah <laughs> so i'm just, just gonna, here i'm just gonna go to bed now i'm gonna go to bed and, and sam's like yeah okay go to bed i'll be out here if, if you, you need me anything just give me a holler if you you know <laughs> if you hear something outside if someone wakes you up if you need me whatever just give me a call and she, she he's like i'll be here she's like okay he's like you know if you need anything i'll i'll be here and she's like okay and he's okay. like okay okay she goes to the bedroom and takes like one last look at him before she goes into the bedroom like are you coming? Okay. <laughs> well. Oh. Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? No. no, 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 no. Okay. We have a fade transition to show that time is passing. Sam is sitting on the couch watching TV. He looks over to her door and back to the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just like, she's still asleep? Yep. She's still asleep? Okay. 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 Kind of a jarring transition. Yep. To loud rock music yeah. at night. Dean is waiting outside Kurt's apartment. In the alley where the, like, below the apartment. Um, where the where, scratch marks were. Yeah. Watching the apartment. The light goes on. Dean readies his gun. He like, checks the clip, puts it back in. Like, like yep, yep, yep. There are these silver, are silver <laughs> bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed the right ones. Imagine he didn't. Like, <laughs> don't, like, don't know what I would have done if I grabbed the wrong one. Yeah. He's like, shit, I have to. He's like, oh, like a toddler, back. like, walking home. <laughs> he goes back to Sam. He's like, Sorry, man. I grabbed the wrong ones. I gotta get past you here. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> grabs a bullet. <laughs> we hear the sound of breaking glass, and he, he looks up at the balcony window from the split second he was checking his gun, and the glass door has been shattered, and the light is out. So Dean races up the stairs. 
bursts into the apartment to find Kurt dead on the floor, getting, like, torn apart by a woman with crazy eyes and sharp teeth. She is, Who like, looks like Maddie. <laughs> blue contacts. Yeah. yeah. Maddie with uh, gray. blue gray. Blue gray eyes, fangs, and claws. But it's other, other, other than, than that, that just it's just Maddie. Maddie. She growls at him. And kind of lunges. Throws him against the wall. Yeah, his gun goes flying. And he takes out a little knife and stabs her. And then she goes back out the broken door window. Out onto the balcony and beyond. And, and off into the night. And Dean just sort of slumps. Falls unconscious. Falls unconscious. <laughs> he, was, he was able to get in a stab before he w- turned unconscious. Right. And it, uh, later he's like, my head feels fine, by the way. And I'm he, like, he, did, did she did, hit him? Maybe again, she I think hit him she against no- the I think ceiling. Just under the ceiling. The wall. I think she knocked him out. By the force of pushing him against the wall. But it didn't happen immediately. No, because he... Because he, he stabbed, stabbed her. her. And he's like, oh, I'm losing consciousness. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but let me take just a second to stab, stab you, you, and then and I'll then fall, fall asleep. <laughs> Pretty convenient. Again, we can't get into the realities <laughs> of head trauma on this no. show. No. Or really any television show. Yeah. Head trauma does not work like that ever. Mm-mm. It's the next morning. Dean calls Sam. He's still at the Kurt crime scene. And he says that the werewolf knocked him out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm here. I'm okay now that I'm conscious. Uh, no, Sam, it's Madison. And Sam's like, what? And he goes to check and she's in bed. And Sam's like, no, she's asleep. I've been here the whole time. She's still sleeping. She's in bed. Dean's like, well, she wasn't an hour ago. <laughs> Uh, check her right arm. I nicked her with a silver knife below the elbow. So Maddie stirs. She starts to wake up. And she she's has, like, mm, good, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> like Disney, I'm a Disney princess. Disney princess. Good morning. Some birds fly around her head. And yeah. she's like, ah, And as, as she stretches and turns. She sits up in bed. You know, she turns. We see there is a cut on her arm below her elbow. I was like, I was expecting there to be not one. Yeah, for a second, I was like, there's going to be, like, a twist here. Like, she's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And Sam is going to be like, no, Dean, you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> there's nothing here. Right. And then we can, then we learn that werewolves can heal or something. <laughs> and we also, she realizes. She goes, um, where are my pajamas? I was like, oh, shit. And that was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Sam doesn't say anything. No. No. He doesn't. He just marches out. He doesn't out clarify. Of, no. He just, he looks angry. Yeah. He marches out of the room. He has, like, a realization face. And that looks like a realization face, like, I fucked up, like... Yup. Like, I need to cover up something. Yeah. The, the whole tone of this scene... Was like, oh, no. D- it doesn't match... It's not... It, it was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was... This isn't what they were going for. No. Because <laughs> she's like, Sam, what's going on? Where are you going? Yeah. He, was, like, he marches out of the room, goes to the door, and locks, locks it. it. And he goes, I'm not going anywhere. And neither yeah. are you. I was like, oh my and, god. And oh. She has jumped out of bed to follow him. Did you see how the sheet works? The sheet was like... On her, but not connected to the bed, yes. so she could just jump out and like hold it on herself and walk. She she throws the comforter back and she's in a sheet burrito, yes. <laughs> yes. and just jumps out of bed with the sheet wrapped around her perfectly. Yep, she's like, "Excuse me." It's like, excuse me, who sleeps like that? <laughs> I'm gonna be wrapped up in my sheet just in case I need to jump out naked. <laughs> yeah, just in case there's a fire. <laughs> 
Uh, so that was, so she chases him with, you know, naked, wrapped in a sheet. Mm-hmm. Sam, where are you going? And he and sees him lock the door. No. She's not picking up on the scary part of this situation. Yeah. And, like, I from. She kind of might, I mean, it sounded kind of like Because I think it. she's already, like, she's still like, she's, I like him. He's nice. And he's cute. And then, yeah, she, but she but, just doesn't pick up on, like, his facial expression and how intense he gets and why it would be scary. It was kind of like, 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 just it sounded kind of like it though. It was the way that she was like, "Sam, where are my pajamas?" It's it. It yeah. sounded like it started to go that way, but then she was like, "Where are you where going? Where are you going, Sam? What's uh, going on?" It it was almost. They, it was like it almost yeah. went there, but then it. it but then, but then, but then for her, it didn't, and As, he was still like angry and yeah. Of course, like I mean, he's you know being angry about like ah oh, she lied to me about being a monster, but yeah. <laughs> but it, it but doesn't. He, he it didn't doesn't understand how fucking scary that would be for mm-hmm. her. A- except to it, wake up without clothes on? How fucking scary it should have been yeah. for her. Except yeah. it wasn't. Except she wasn't as scared as she should have been. Tonally, that whole scene was off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in our next scene, <laughs> Maddie is tied to a chair. With clothes on now. She's, she, has yes. clothes. she has clothes. clothes <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh, God. And Sam's got a gun. Yep. And, and now she's scared. Yep. And she's like, she calls him psychotic. And she's like, the whole I'm a cop trick. God, I'm so stupid. But we never go back to... She, she woke, woke up, up naked. naked. Why don't we go back to that? Cup for time. <laughs> they never registered never that that was it. an extremely scary and creepy thing. Yeah. yeah. What? Who, who is this person who doesn't register that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, is that something that happens to werewolves? Yeah, right? We don't see the other werewolf. The other werewolf. Or her when she's a werewolf. Like, like, like she doesn't, she doesn't, on. She doesn't she rip she, through her clothes and she, turn into a monster. No, I have no idea why, did why they, she woke up Did they up originally naked? write it that way? And then they're like, wait, our budget doesn't have to do with costuming like or like CGI to make a werewolf. I wonder, and again, I'm wondering if there was some deleted scene somewhere. Because, because I have, later, other than that, I have no idea. Because then later when she wakes up, she's fully clothed. Yeah. And yeah, yeah the other yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't hulk out. It. Why wasn't she... Why was she naked? And it wasn't like she went to bed naked and then was planning on using this as another weird flirting technique. Where she yeah, like, where she like, like, wait, oh, where she like, am I oh, naked? Drops the drops sheet. sheet. <laughs> Oh, because Sam, because she wasn't naked, naked at the crime scene. No, no. which would have been different. <laughs> <laughs> Dean would have been like, "Oh, oh my god!" Or, uh, or oh god, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or it would have been very creepy, Dean, because that's how he's being written. So I don't know. No the, idea. The, the the werewolf didn't get undressed to go to bed. Yeah, who well, knows? I, who knows? Maybe the werewolf was like, hmm. It's really hot in here. (laughs) (laughs) Better dispose of my bloody clothes. Right? Is it just their solution to, well, shit, she would have been covered in blood. So what are we going to do about that? Her hands would have been covered in blood, too. Yeah. Did she take a shower as a werewolf? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I got to cover up what I did. She would have, like, she was covered in blood. Yeah. So take a very bloody shower. Yeah. But, like, the werewolf didn't do that. No. Werewolves can't do that? No, I mean, like, what, like, instinct would the werewolf have to be like, oh, shit, I gotta take a shower. Like, like the werewolf is just, like, this mindless monster. And she would be the one to be like, oh, shit, I'm covered in blood. Let me take a shower. But, like, the werewolf wouldn't have made that decision. Like, when she was turned, like, she wouldn't have made that decision then to take a shower to get rid of her bloody clothes. Yeah, I don't know what they I don't get it. What kind of contrived nonsense did we stumble on in this scene? Maybe 
Yeah, Sarah Gamble. The, why it was like, it was like they wrote do... themselves in a spiral. They did. They were like, I think it was because they were like, shit, we don't have CGI. I mean, we don't need to do Or this. we don't have a budget for the effects we need. So make a werewolf. So now, we're, out. so now werewolves are going to be just uh, like you know, spirit of Halloween, teeth and claws. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, well, we all, and, and color like, context. They're like, well, we already filmed this. They're like, no one's gonna know. No yeah, one's we gonna filmed be. the naked scene part before we filmed the werewolf part, and right. and now we don't have the budget to make a werewolf look like a werewolf. So so, so now she's just naked and so it now, makes no sense. I don't know if this makes any sense at all. I have no idea. I don't know what, what order they filmed this in. This is a theory. This yeah. is this is certainly a theory. It still doesn't fix the where all the blood go. Yep. And like the only evidence there is well, probably when she turns back, some type of like oh, when she turns back into a human, the blood goes away. Oh, it's magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's not because in this universe, magic is like very specifically practiced by like witches. So it's right. like, well, like magic, but like it's monster magic. It's, it's supernatural. But like a continuity error. When she turns back into a human, the blood goes away. Yeah, I guess. I, guess. I, I just this is a bigger plot hole than they usually have. Yeah, like, it's usually a little, a little bit, a little bit tighter than this. Yeah, and not not so like why. <laughs> The light. <laughs> Why? So Sam is mad, and he's like, "Well, I guess neither of us are who we said we were." It's like, uh, I mean, sure, jumping to okay. this. Okay, we're gonna jump right to this. He's acting a lot like Meg. Uh, oh, possessed as Sam. He, as Meg. He's, <laughs> the, the way that he's jumping around, he is acting a little erratic. He's yeah. got a gun. He's kind of waving it around. Yeah, and he's very. And he goes upset. up to her with it, like, like right up to her. And, uh, cause she's like, Sam, you're sick. You're imagining things. Monsters aren't, monsters don't exist. Not really. And he's like, save the act. And she's like, it's not an act. And she's crying at this point. And she's like, I am not a werewolf. There's no such thing. It's all made up. All right. They're not real. You know, they're not real. He's like, no, where did this come from? And he yeah, points he goes, to the cut. But like with the gun. And he's like right up in her face with it. But like, as a normal person, like, what would that have to do? Yeah, with also, being it's like, I have bruises and cuts that sometimes I don't know where they come from. Literally. I mean, uh, yeah. Like, I like, wake up with cuts sometimes, or like, yeah, bruises and cuts. Then I'm like, oh, where did that come from? She's like, if, I don't know. And it's like, Sam's like, oh. <laughs> if you've ever been around a cat, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. Oh, it must have been the cat. Must have know? been the cat. <laughs> literally. Like, or like just scraping on something and you literally just don't feel it. And yeah. then you're like looking at it and you're like, oh, oh. Or like it hurts, but it didn't hurt as much as you thought it would. And yeah. then later there's like a bigger cut than you thought there would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. And literally like, all the time. And like, I mean, you're not like, audience isn't, isn't going to hear it because I cut all of it out. But like, I'm constantly like accidentally punching, punching the table that's next to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, you know gesturing and hitting a light fixture. In my sleep, I will roll over and punch the wall by mistake. Same. Yeah. Uh, where'd that come from? She's like, I don't know. And she's like, Sam, you need help. Don't do something you'll regret. Like about, you know, him waving mm-hmm. a gun around. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not what you think I am. And then there's a banging on the door. Sam mm-hmm. answers and it's Dean. Dean comes into the room and greets uh, Maddie with a, like a, with a, how you doing? My head feels great. Thanks. And then he pulls out his gun. <laughs> yep. And Sam pulls him aside, t- tells Dean that, like, after her, you know, tearful begging him for her life, he thinks she may be telling the truth that she doesn't know she's changing. And it's like she's lying. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Sam uh, has obviously made some insight check 
Yeah. Where, where he's been like, you no, know, but I saw her eyes. Like, like I looked in her eyes. Her, and and she, she she at least believes that she's telling the truth. Yeah. She 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 believes that she doesn't know she's changing. Yeah. Maybe when the creature takes over, she blacks out. And then Dean says, like a really hot Incredible Hulk. Yep. Again? Again. Again? Incredible She-Hulk. No, he just no, he said says Incredible Hulk. Yeah. The subtitle says She-Hulk. Oh, well, I was listening to his voice. All his he voice says Incredible Hulk. Hulk. An incredibly hot, or a hot Incredible Hulk. Like, why, Dean? Um, yeah, dude, she ganked her boss and her ex-boyfriend. Doesn't sound, uh, like, rash and unconscious. Sam suggests that some animal part of her brain saw them both as threats, the cop too. Sam's insight check suggests that she believes what she's saying. He thinks that maybe she has no control over it, and he doesn't want to kill an innocent person who doesn't know what they're doing and has no control over it. And Dina's like, yeah, but she's killing people. And exactly, she can't control it. So even if she's telling the truth, it's not going to change anything. And Sam's like, I'm not putting a bullet through some girl who has no idea what's happening. Dean says that she's a monster and that he, that Sam is feeling sorry for her. And Sam's like, yeah, well, maybe I understand her. Oh! Uh, This is the thesis of the episode. Yes. Um, So Sam pulls out uh, their dad's journal. We need our handy dandy notebook. Notebook. Right. And it says that John had a theory, as he starts to like leave through it, for uh, a cure to this the curse of lycanthropy. Um, that if you kill the werewolf who bit you, you sever the bloodline. It might that you might be cured or greater restoration. <laughs> yes, yes a greater, uh, restoration. greater restoration would cure the curse of lycanthropy. Lesser restoration, not so not. That just fixes a condition. Yeah. <laughs> Sam wants to try for this cure, and Dean would have no idea. He says, you know, no idea where to even start looking for the werewolf who bit her. And who knows how long ago it happened. But then Sam has an idea. So they go back out into the living room. And Sam's like, when were you mugged? And she's just glaring at them, like, not answering. And Sam's like, trust me. (laughs) 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 Okay. Like, like, what? You're going to need some insane uh, persuasion for that. He goes, please, it's important. Just answer the question. And she she goes, about a month ago. And he asks if she saw the guy. And she says, no, that he grabbed her from behind. And Sam asks, did he bite you? And And she's she's like, like, how did you know? How did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they check. She she was bitten on the back of her neck. And they check. And she has a bite mark scar. And as as they they find this, Dean has this, like, look of realization on his face. Like, oh, Sam's right. Yeah. She really doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And while he, Sam puts his gun down, he makes Mm -hmm. a show of, like, I'm putting my gun down. And goes to inspect her neck to see this bite scar. And Dean is like, that's just a love bite. Believe me, it could have been a lot worse. Uh, And asks where she was when this happened. She was walking home from a friend's loft, not too far, not too far from Hunter's Point, the place with all of the hooker murders. So Sam suggests that Dean go after the werewolf while he stays with Maddie. And they step away to have part of this conversation. Dean's like, what are you going to do if she breaks out? And Sam, he makes Sam agree. Sam is reluctant, but he makes Sam agree that to kill her if she busts out. But he still begs Dean to go out looking for this werewolf so that he can try to save Maddie. He has to save Maddie. The implication being so that Sam knows he can be saved. Yeah. So, and Dean sees this as as Sam is begging him to go try to save Maddie. 
you see, you see, De- there's there's some good jacking Joyce's happening, mm-hmm. some good face acting. You see, Dean see this happen, and he's like, "Fine, like, okay, yep, we'll try to save Maddie because you need to believe this is possible." And he leaves. Maddie is like, "Please, just let me go." <laughs> and Sam sits down and tries for empathize. <laughs> Sam uses his ultimate move, empathize. (laughs) He's like, look, I know you're scared, and I know there's no way in hell you're going to believe me, but I am doing this to protect you, and I'm not going to lie, the odds aren't exactly in our favor, but this goes the way we, or I pray it does. I'll untie you, and I'll walk out that door, and I'll never come back. You'll live the rest of your life, and I'll just be a bad memory. And he is like emotional as yeah. he says this so we see we have an exterior shot at night we see a lady we are supposed to assume as a hooker in a fur vest a miniskirt fishnets walking alone at night in the cold yeah, yeah and i'm look- like but with a fur vest that is like obviously an effort to put a coat on and she's like holding her arms like i'm cold i'm like but it's because you're wearing a vest <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks cold outside yeah she hears something that the subtitles say is a wolf howling and i'm like i don't think that's a wolf no, howling no. And and is afraid. Yes. Back in Maddie's apartment, Sam just is staring at the window watching the full moon. And we see Maddie's nails grow into claws. She looks up, snarls, breaks out of the ropes. See, here I'm like, what did they use to tie her up? Rope. Just little ropes. Just a yeah, little, just a little just bit. A little they bit could of have rope. used iron chains. I'm sure they had something they, in their car they that def- they could have used. They like, definitely have something in the car. So they could because have used, we see it in later seasons. But they could they, have used iron chains I mean, to did, tie her up so that she could have. I don't know. Not broken. Not broken out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for plot reasons, they use a little bit of rope. Yes, they did. So that so that she can just rip through the rope, knock Sam down. Sam jumps back up with his gun. We flash back. the The hooker lady is running from the the fisheye lens point of view. <laughs> Say, we see Sam backing away and then jump out of the way as Maddie lunges for him and he traps her in the closet like a bull. <laughs> <laughs> he does like the like the, the uh, like oh, gonna get me Olé! jump away matador. Yeah, we see the wolf jump on the hooker lady and start to drag her away screaming and then Dean arrives with a hey. He's, he says hey and the the werewolf looks up and Dean shoots him and he falls. And it's Glenn! He shoots him twice. Yeah. The hooker lady jumps up, runs away screaming. And he's like, hey, don't mention it! Yeah, he's like, you're welcome. <laughs> and he comes over and we see Glenn turn back from, like, the wolfed out form into regular Glenn. And he's choking on blood. And he goes, it happened again. Oh, God. He's like, where am I? And Dina's like, well, fuck. Oh, and he's shit. like, well, just take it easy, Glenn! Yeah, he's, he's, I think he says, okay, Glenn. Just take it easy, and then Glenn dies. Yeah. Oh, so, see, this is why I was wondering if, like, with the church t-shirts. Right. If he had turned- if He says, it happened again, oh, God. Oh, God. If- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, please. Oh, my God. How? No. <laughs> <laughs> with the church t-shirts, I was one- like, I'm wondering if there was a deleted scene or something that, you know, explained, you know, hit, like, him turning to the church. Yeah. Because he because knows of that, like, these terrible things are happening in his life and thinks he's a monster or something. Like, doesn't know what happening, what's happening, but right, right. is looking for guidance. But no, we don't get any clarity on that. Nope. Maddie wakes up on the floor in her, in the room, in her room. In, uh, in the closet. Where yeah, she, yeah. She was it, it looks like a big room, though. Is it a It's closet? a pretty big, it's a pretty good closet. closet. So, in the closet, uh, and... Sam opens the door, and we see that there are scratch marks on the door. Yeah. 
And Sam says, it should be over now. You'll never see me again. And You'll Maddie... Never see me again. <laughs> Maddie looks around the room and just, sees just scratches all over the walls, like deep scratches. Yeah. So, and this is set to the sound of a sad clarinet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... And by the time she turns back around, Sam is gone. This should be enough to be like, something uh, Something happened. Yeah. Something yeah. happened in here. And I think this is what convinces her. Yeah. yeah. To be like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, something yeah. happened here. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wasn't. <laughs> Out in the Impala, Dean is like... It was sort of sad that Glenn didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yep. I'm like, like, wow. Like, yes, 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 Dean. It, it was, was sad. sad. <laughs> it was sad, Dean, that you shot and killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> he asks why um, why Sam thinks you know, uh, he turned Maddie instead of killing her. And Sam and Dean sort of work through this, like, maybe he had a thing for her. And maybe, maybe it was primal instinct. Something like that. And then Dean is like, so, speaking of Madison... <sighs> And, and Sam's like, oh, whatever. Like, like, oh, like, shut up. Like, like, this right now. Like, why are you being horny? Yeah. All the time, right now. So but Dean's like, no, he liked her. her. And he's like, maybe. And Sam is like, maybe. <laughs> Dean's like, you, you saved her life. And Sam's like, she doesn't know that. And, uh, yeah. Interrupted by Madison knocking <laughs> on the window. <laughs> on Sam's side uh, window. And she goes, for a stakeout, your car's a little conspicuous. So what are you still doing here? <laughs> and they are, they are parked outside her house. They're yeah. Right outside her house. <laughs> like, not even across the street. They are no, parked right, right, right outside, outside her house. house. And, and they, she saw their car yeah. when they came. Yeah. So she knows what their car looks like and knows that they're sitting there. Like, she just, can see them from her window, probably. Yeah. yeah. And they're talking. And so she's like, talking. they're just sitting they're there. sitting there. Who knows how long they've been there. Yeah. <laughs> But so Dean answers her. Um, he's like, honestly, we're pretty sure you're not going to turn tonight, but we've got to be 100%. So, you know, we're lurking. lurking. <laughs> I'm lurking and I'm stuck. And Sam is like, look, I know this sounds crazy. And Maddie's like, sure it does. <laughs> She's like, well, if we're going to wait this out, we might as well do it together. That's usually Which how. is some wild and unhinged behavior. Yep. That's usually These how men. their uh, interactions with people go. <laughs> like with people that they tell... The truth is out there speech. Right. I don't think so, though. They don't, like... I mean, the, they don't, like, actually go, like, Well, you're right. Like, come on in. Let's well, I guess this do is supernatural things. Well, I mean, like, the painting auctioneer girl. Oh, yeah. Well, that was... Yeah, but they were... She was... They, they were hunting something that was putting one of her clients in jeopardy. Yeah. They and and something that was not a direct threat to her life in the immediate sense. Yeah. And she was like, "Great, let's go. I can like, do like, this. You guys are hunters. I don't like, don't tell me I like I can do this. I I want to help you guys because because people are dying and I want to help. This is Oh god, I'm the monster. These two men have told just me. had her tied to a chair. Yeah. And mm-hmm. were both waving guns at her. Saying that they were going to shoot her because she's a monster. And now she goes to their car she, and is like, she knock, up, knock, knock. She woke up in the morning in, locked in a closet with scratch marks all over the walls. And now she's come to the car to be like, hey, why are you guys still here? And one of them has just told her, so we're pretty sure you're not going to turn into a monster tonight. But in case you do, we're waiting here. Just in case we need to kill you. Implication being, if you do turn into a monster, we're going to shoot you. And she's like, well, come on inside. 
Yeah. What? What? Like, you're... What? What? You, they've just implied that, like, we're gonna wait here until we see if we have to kill you. And she's like, ah, come on in. Well, she doesn't have that attitude. She kind of does. I don't know. She says, like, like, well, if we're gonna wait it out, we might as well do it together. And then they just all end up in Maddie's place. Like, well, I think she's like, well, if we're gonna wait it out, we might as well do it together. Like, I think that's fine. Because she's pretty... At, like, now she's realized that she's been killing people when she's at nighttime. So she's like, I don't want to keep killing people anymore. I think so part of her is she, like that. She get, and she certainly gets to that point eventually. Yeah. The the immediate sense of these guys are still... They're sticking like, out she, my she's just I have another... I have two more stalkers now. And they're waiting to kill me. Yeah. It's like, like Sam told her... She has, she has no reason to believe Sam. No, he's he told her that he that he would leave, and then she looks out the window when they're sitting in the car. Yeah, she's just been confronted with this idea that the supernatural is real and that she may be a monster. Sam said it was fixed and, and that he'd leave, but he's sitting in the car. None of these things, like I would be creeped are, out. I would be, I would be so freaked out. Mm-hmm. Like, like yes, as soon as this is all over, please do leave my life and never come back. But don't. But I need some more information. Yeah. And don't just sit there in your car. Because they haven't told her anything, really. No. Other than she's a werewolf. Yep. And they're going to try to do something about it. Yeah. And whatever that is should be fixed, but we're going to wait and see. Yeah, He's and Sam just saying, like, it should be fine. You'll never see me again. And it's like, all right, well, that clarifies things. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then to go out and be like, like and then, you know, to go out and be like, hey, why are you guys still here? And they're like, oh, we're just waiting to see if we have to kill you. They didn't say that. Though. No, but they, it, they, 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 they did. They did. But that's what that. But that's what this means. Um, We're waiting to see if you turn. So, like, we think you're fixed, but we don't know, and we don't know if there's a cure. So, if you turn, we're probably gonna have to kill you because that's their job: is they kill monsters. Back in Maddie's apartment, she lets them back in, and she sort of talks through her realization that they were telling her the truth. They were doing this to help her, and then and talks through the realization that she's done horrible things which we don't we don't see we didn't see them tell her about all of the murders yeah i think we're supposed to assume that they, that sam did in his like gun waving around situation yeah in telling her you're a werewolf you're a monster you might you've done all of these things she you know re- having this realization that she's killed people sam sam's tone is very quiet and they're, they're standing very close <laughs> yeah and she, she's like oh, yeah i did all these horrible things when i turned and he's like sam's like you didn't know and, and they share a long look and dean's standing off to the side like he, he looks, looks between them like looking at sam looking at maddie looking at sam looking at maddie <laughs> and, and kind of like looking off in the middle of the distance like like do i need i'm third wheel in here aren't I? <laughs> like do i need to leave <laughs> like are you guys? Are you guys gonna kiss? You need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so Maddie's like, like, so okay. Do like you know, werewolves full moon. Do we need to you know just wait till the moon comes up? And Sam's like, well, no. You turned you turned in the middle of the night last night, so I think we gotta wait till sun up. And then Dean pops in with, uh, well, we got a few hours to kill. So poker, <laughs> anyone. <laughs> Yep, you are a third wheel and buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Some time has passed. The moon is up. Dean takes his gun out and sets it on the side table, interrupting whatever Sam and Maddie were talking about. And he goes, oh no, you guys talk. And Sam and Maddie are sitting on the couch facing each other. Mm-hmm. Dean is like off a little ways from them, like in the corner, kind of backlit by a little lamp. Mm-hmm. With his gun on the side table next to them, just watching them. Yeah, just menacing. <laughs> and, and like the energy coming yeah. off that is like, whoa. 
That's this kind of weird, intense energy. Mm-hmm. I am very uncomfortable with the energy that we've created in the studio today. It's the next morning, and they all watch the sun come up together and sort of all, you know, breathe a sigh of relief that, it, you know, it worked. Maddie hugs Sam and, like, really gets in there. Yeah, hugs him deep. And Sam hugs her back. And Dean clears his throat. <laughs> <laughs> And she pulls away, and she's like, oh, th- thank you, too, Dean. And he's like, don't mention it. And he goes, yeah, so I- I'm just going to head back to the motel and watch some pay-per-view or something. And, like, yeah, back, backing away from them. Um, he moonwalks out of there. Do not walk away from me. Do not. You are not. You're doing it. But like, he puts Nick his... style. Yeah, Nick from New Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He puts his fist up in the air as he leaves, like, as he's walking away, like, like in like, Breakfast Club. Yeah. yeah. And, like, to say, like, yes! And that's did it. And that's that, that, that had to be what he was referencing. Yeah. yeah. And then he, when he opens the door, he turns back to look at Sam, like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just did a reference, and I hope you got it. It's kind of cute. It was cute. <laughs> and then, and then leaves. When, when she says, like, like, oh, and thank you too, Dean, like, for sitting there menacingly in the corner with a gun while, like, waiting to see if you needed to execute me? Right. I think for going out and killing the other werewolf. Right. But but the tone, the tone was, was like, <laughs> and thank you to Dean for everything you've done, which is sit in the corner and, like, point a gun at me. <laughs> and not really addressing the fact that by taking, by killing the other werewolf, Dean just went out and murdered someone. Yep. Like, she's like, okay, so she just, she doesn't really interrogate the fact that, like, okay, okay, so she's a monster now. So the werewolf, also a person, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That Dean was like, okay, well, to fix this, I'm just going to go murder that guy. Yep. Because they don't, like, it's like they haven't clarified whether all werewolves don't know that they're werewolves or right. if it's just Maddie. Right. So he's but, like, oh, but, well, obviously, he is a monster, so I'm going to go kill that monster. And has now realized, like, oh, oh no, that was a person. That was a person, too. Well. <laughs> Welp. <laughs> so Dean leaves. And there's a pause, and Maddie's like, that was smooth. <laughs> Seems like he means well. And Maddie's like, yeah, uh, you mean he thinks you're gonna get laid? And he's like, look, I, and she's like, no, it's okay. They have this little, like, like and no, he's uh, like, no, 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 I, know. no I, I know, I know. Uh, I know I scared the crap out of you, all right? I mean, you tied, I tied you to a chair. <laughs> and she's like, that's right up there with me scratching up your face. It's like, no, it's no, no, it's not. not. Like, no, it's it not. Is not. Even though you were a monster, like, you could have been doing it to defend yourself. It's not right up there it's with you right scratching his face. Maddie. What did he you tie you to a chair? What did your ex-boyfriend and, do to you? Right. Jeez. Yeah. He, he put a gun on you. Jeez. And yeah. tied you to a chair. Like, and you're fine with this? Like, oh, well, you know, I did scratch your I face. I did scratch your I, face. I, I did so something. It's my fault. Yeah. And you, Jeez, woke up, and you woke up without clothes on. Right? <laughs> let's not, let's, he's right past that. Yeah, we don't have time to unpack off. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh my God. He's, it seems like, like, oh, there's, there's, there's just no way we could get back. And she's like, you're right. Before it happened. There's just no uh, way. You're right. There's no way. And then they start kissing. They jump each other. A lot. A lot. And they kiss and they kiss. And then there's a sex scene. And it's, it's Sam's first sex scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. We really only had the one sex scene. That was in season Dean. one. Season Dean and Cassie. Mm-hmm. This is Sam and Maddie. Yeah. We have our one sex scene of the season. <laughs> yeah. And gotta get one in there. <laughs> you gotta, gotta get it. So far, we've had two pretty good sex scenes. Yeah, it was fairly good. So some we can talk about now some differences between the Sam sex scene and the Dean sex scene. Right. Dean was, like, a lot more submissive. 
Yeah. And Sam, yeah. we yeah. see who, his who, muscles. Yeah. Who hit the bed first here? Oh, um, Maddie did. Maddie did. Yeah. Who hit the bed first last time? Dean did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in Dean's sex scene, it was a lot more, it was sensually shot. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was softer. And yeah. any of the, like, assertive and aggressiveness came from Cassie. Yeah. Interestingly. Yeah. Fu- and extremely funny too because oh because they, yeah, were they like, received the notes that like this is a this is like, like Dean is a man Dean is a man, man. he's he got to be dominant and like they're like specifically yeah, he has he to be, has on, to top. be on top they did not shoot it that way Dean uh, Dean's Dean's sex scene from season one sensual yeah this much more like standard <laughs> for like hetero for like oh, yeah <laughs> standard generals yeah Sta- uh, we see a lot of Sam's very mus very muscular yeah. veiny torso yeah like, and his arms his too. arms were and he like it was like he was arms. flexing yeah. while he was holding like, her like like I'm going to hold you gently but also as flexing, flexing as my arms hard as I can <laughs> yeah <laughs> to get that money shot. <laughs> Uh, lots of biting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. In this one, this one, there was lots of biting happening. Which was funny. I guess they were like... It was just really aggressive. Yeah. And it's it all happens, like, I guess, I mean, it ha- like, we, we the camera pulls back and they're on the bed in front of a fireplace. Yeah. Very romantic. Yeah. But, yeah, and then they're they're laying in bed after, and it's a... F- it's not as dramatically an L-shaped sheet as it no. generally yeah, no, is. It's, it's more sheet, natural. The, the sheet line is more naturally across their waist, and her, and their arms are artfully placed yeah. to obscure the the, the, the boobage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as dramatic as Cassie and Dean. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, like, like very up high and very down low. Like, like no, that's, that's an L-shaped sheet. That's yeah. not how sheets work. <laughs> it's the magical L-shaped sheet in TV and movies. <laughs> I want to see one of those in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the magic sheet. <laughs> Love it. Um, I mean, well, we, this is a magic sheet because she did jump she out. She did jump out in a <laughs> sheet. <laughs> it's a different kind of magic. Yeah, she did jump out in a perfect sheet burrito. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Sam is alone in bed. He wakes up. It's moonrise. And she is... So, so wait, timeline on this. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it was it, morning. It was, it was dawn. So they've been fucking all day. <laughs> all day. Oh, boy. <laughs> all day. That's, like, a lot of energy. How can she stand? Or, they, <laughs> I, or like, they stayed up all night, had their very, very ener- high energy. And then slept all day. And then slept all day. That's true. Maybe. Right? Because we do see him, like, sleeping. They, they're both as- kind of asleep right after, and then time goes by and he's asleep alone and then wakes up. Right. So maybe they slept all day. But they could have also just been fucking all day. I hope they had some water and granola bars. Yeah. <laughs> like, they drink, drink some water. <laughs> some Gatorade or something. <laughs> yeah. Some high energy stuff. Please. Yeah, it pans out and there's, like, two water bottles next to- Yeah, there's two, like, gallons. Yeah, and they look bottles uh, next in the in the sex scene. They're they're sweaty. Yeah, yeah. like please please drink some water. <laughs> You're sweating out all of that water. So Sam wakes up unclear on the actual timeline of events. Yes, but he wakes up in bed. No, Maddie. Maddie is kind of in the window and she's snarling and she jumps out. Sam jumps out of bed and runs to the window. And can't grab her in time. And, you know, looks out the window after her and just like a... He's oh, no. He, oh, no. Was he naked? I um, think so. He, the, the sheet didn't follow him. Yeah. So I guess the, the bed's just attuned to her. 
<laughs> she attuned to her bed. <laughs> yeah, she uh, had to. She, how long would that take? How was long that a short rest? Yeah, a uh, uh, two minutes usually on a short rest. So she, had, <laughs> yeah, she so was. They didn't like, need to sleep for a full eight hours. They. No. Sam runs and he's running down a hall. He bangs on a door and Dean answers. Now this is the motel room they were in before. Why didn't he just go in if he? It's their motel room, mm-hmm. right? He Does he key. not have a key? They had. A, they had a key. He was, yeah, he was staying there. He must yeah. have been so. Emotional. He just knocks on the door until Dean gets there. So yeah. emotional that he forgot the key. And Dean opens the door like, what? And Sam, panicked, says she turned. I couldn't grab her in time. And Dean, there's a brief pause where he, like, assesses Sam's situation mm-hmm. and Sam's panic I'm, and says, we'll find her Sammy. Yeah. I'm glad she doesn't make any jokes about Sam getting laid. Yeah, not at this point. He's yeah. like... Well, this yeah. is more serious than than that. I need to yeah. not. I need to like simmer down on that part of my personality. And specifically refers to him as Sammy. Yeah, mm-hmm. my little brother mm-hmm. needs help. They're outside on the motel, like panicked, walking down the stairs. And Sam says that he already called Bobby, but he doesn't know anything except that he knew that severing the bloodline wouldn't work because that's what they all say. It's impossible to reverse like energy. So he's like, so John is a stupid. Baby. <laughs> so Dean uh, is, you know, running through some of what they know, try- trying to figure out, like, why why didn't she turn when they were with her? They stayed with her all night. Okay, so you put her to bed, then she wolfs out. Maybe she's got to be asleep first. And Sam's like, well, what does it matter? We've we've got to find a way to help help her. We've got to find a way to save her. Like some legend we missed, something, something. There's got to be something. And Dean says, if you, if there was one, don't you think someone would have known? And it's like, maybe someone you haven't talked to. Yeah. Dean, you haven't read every book. And just because Bobby is like... Just because Bobby's read like most things, yeah, it doesn't mean he's read everything. Yeah, and D- yeah, Sam is like, we have to look harder until we find something. And Dean says, I don't think we have a choice anymore. And he says, I hate to say it, she's a sweet girl, but part of her. And, and Sam's like, what evil? Are you going to say she's evil? And, he, and Dean's like, yeah, she's a monster. We kill monsters. Like this. That's what we do. And Sam's like, yeah, okay. Well, that's what they say about me, Dean. So you want? Yeah, so you Sam- won't kill me, but you're gonna kill Maddie. And they are interrupted by a phone call. It's Maddie. She's at a payphone in a shirt that's not hers for some reason. Yeah. Are we supposed to think that's Sam's shirt? He, that's not what he was wearing. No. And, and, she, and that's not her clothes continuity. And, that, and that's not what she was wearing when she jumped out the window. Is it the yeah. she killed? Did she grab whoever she killed shirt as before a, she killed as them? As a werewolf? As a werewolf and then was like, let me put this on. <laughs> Maybe. But again, like that, she didn't have a clothes issue when she was locked in the closet. No. And the, and the shirt wasn't like bloody or anything. No. Where did she get that shirt? Why is she wearing, <laughs> that, she shirt? wearing that shirt? <laughs> Maybe she got it from a goodwill. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine she has her wallet on her. Yeah, mm-hmm. jumps out the window with it. I just <laughs> gotta make sure I have my wallet in case I stop at goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Maddie. She's on a payphone. She doesn't know where she is. She's upset, crying. Sam comp- like talks her through like, okay, you don't know where you are. Street signs, anything, and she finds a street sign. So. The boys hop in the car, and Sam's like, don't move, stay where you are, we're coming to you. So the boys presumably go get Maddie. They're back in her house. Dean's gun is on the table in front of Maddie. <laughs> Maddie is sitting in a chair at the table. Sam's sitting at the chair at the table. Dean's sitting on the table. <laughs> um, Maddie says, uh, like, I don't remember anything. I probably killed someone last night, didn't I? Sam, very upset, looks away, 
And Dean pauses and he's like, there's no way to know yet. She asks, like, if there's something else we can try to make it go away. Sam tries to reassure her that there's something, they'll find an answer somewhere. And Dean cuts in, that's not entirely true. It's like, Madison, you deserve to know. We've scoured every source. There's just no cure. That I'm like, you, right. you have last, not. You asked, like, one person. You called Literally. Bobby. You called Bobby and you looked in a journal. What about... That's not, what's that's not every source. What about what's your name at the Hunter Bar? Alan? Yeah. That could work. Yeah. She could. Yeah. She's, she could find um, sources that if they have... I mean, she could be like, does anyone know about werewolves? <laughs> yeah, that, literally. That, that's more like what she would do. Um, she, she's less of a hunter herself. Yeah. She, she runs the hunter bar, right? She like crowdsource um, the, <laughs> she, yeah. could she, could crowd, she could crowdsource. Uh, but they haven't really been interacting with Harvell's since the whole Gord Gordon thing, thing because of Sam's issues. It's not really a safe place for them anymore. Or yeah. like when they were in like, when Dean was in trouble because Sam was possessed and he didn't know yet and was looking for Sam, he calls Ellen and it was like, I don't know where, what, where else to turn. But, and, you know, she's probably like, okay, sweetie, like, I'll, uh, if if he comes here, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. But they're not, like, super engaged with yeah. the, and, the Roadhouse anymore. And and they're not the lore repository that Bobby is. Right. But also the internet is a thing. Yeah. Now. Now. It's, it's not what it will be, but it's <laughs> certainly not scouring every source. There's just no cure. Come on, Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Dean, you're being, it sounds like he's... It doesn't, I mean, not necessarily given up, but yeah, a little. He's, he's being defeatist. Yeah. And, like, re- it sounds like he's really giving into the, well, she's a monster, so. Yeah, and we kill those. And we yeah. kill those. And it's also, like. And any sympathy that's there is for Sam rather than, for, like, like, yeah. like, he's like, you know, she seems nice. And it kind of sucks that, you know, that we, we have, have to kill, kill her. her. It kind of sucks we have to kill her. And it, it's kind of sad that, you know, Glenn woke up and was like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. It kind of sucks. But most of his concern in this scene is for Sam, right? Yeah. Maddie asks if Dean is right when he says this, and Sam gets up and walks away. I think he's mostly just frustrated. Oh, yeah. He's 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 frustrated. He's, like, desperate. He's... He doesn't want to believe that this is the truth. Because it isn't. (laughs) Well, yeah. And (laughs) Dean is like, we could lock you up at night, but you bust out, and some night you will, and someone else dies. That could be a um, temporary option while you look for more answers. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there are options. He says, I'm sorry, I am. And Maddie, like, kind of gives up, too, at that point. I mean, she says, like, so I guess that's all there is to it, then. And Sam turns around, he's like, stop it, don't talk like that. And now Maddie has made it all the way to acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she and Sam have this scene where uh, her dialogue mirrors the dialogue Sam had in Playthings. Mm-hmm. Playthings? Was it in Playthings? Where was it Playthings where um, Sam was making Dean, telling Dean, making Dean promise he had to kill him? Oh, promise, yes. Yes. But not in in um, Born Under a Bad Sign. He was like, kill me, Dean, giving him a gun. But that was the demon. That was the demon. And the uh, the virus one. And the virus one, yep. He was like, I have this. You have to... You have like, to, like, to- like you know, leave, leave me the gun and, and get out of here and I'll do it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Dean was like, nah. Yeah. When's it's your like, dead? Yeah, like, no, I'll, I'm dead. I'm, I'm just going to sit here because there's nothing else for me to live for. <laughs> yeah. If, if you, if you die, there's nothing else for me. The, di- the I mean, all of those scenes, yep. but this dialogue specifically is mirroring Sam's dialogue, begging Dean to promise to kill him and play things. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're back and forth with Maddie. Saying and- that she doesn't want to hurt anyone else, doesn't want to hurt Sam. She picks up the gun. 
And Sam asks her to put it down. <laughs> and she keep, she tries to put hand it to him. He won't take it. Sam, you know, I can do it. I can save you. Yeah, we can find Let- a way. I'm going to save you. And she's like, you tried. I know you tried. That's all there is left. And she says, help me, Sam. I want you to do it. I want it to be you. Why? And because they were into it. Okay. And so she's like, I'd rather it be you than Dean, I think is what she's saying. Okay. And she's like, I don't want to die. I don't, but I can't live like this. This is the way... You can save me, please. I'm asking you to save me. Sam, very upset. He just shakes his head. He can't take the gun. Dean gets up and takes the gun from Maddie. Sam walks away in tears and Dean follows him. And they have a, they have a moment where Dean offers to do it for him. But Sam, full crying, says like, no, she asked me to do it. So he takes the gun. Like we have a, like a one last shot of Sam fully full tears before he walks, walks out. And it, he, he tells, uh, he tells Dean to just, just wait there. Leaves camera on Dean as we had a single tear, a single man, tear. <laughs> a single man tear. But Dean, yeah, Dean starts crying and flinches at a single gunshot before we go to end. So, and that's just, that's just how the episode ends. Yeah. So overall, what did we think of this episode? I think this last scene makes it. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think it makes it, like, it doesn't necessarily forgive the way she was written, but... I loved her acting, though. She was a good actor in this. I think I liked it at first because I didn't um, I didn't realize that it was bad, uh, bad writing. Right. Uh, because I, I really enjoyed her acting. Yeah. Um, and the way that she acted the bad writing, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, like, she did the best of the what she was yeah. given, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that was impressive. She's very charismatic. And in like, I mean, it, like even, even when she was tied to the chair and crying, it was more than believable, you know, yeah. and now cry- in the last scene crying and everything. And then Sam starts to cry and it's just as believable. And then we see Dean cry yeah. and it's like he didn't even cry when John died. No, no, he didn't. So to see him and it's I think it's just because it's not even like he's not crying because of Maddie. No. He's crying because he's watching Sam cry. Because he's watching Sam have to do this thing that's hurting him so much. And he wanted to take this burden from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Sam wouldn't let him. He he offered. Yeah, watching Sam take the gun and, like, him, like, stuttering and, like, almost the whimper. You know, like, when you're crying and you're talking and you kind of, like... Yeah, it's the tight throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, like, do the thing when, like, your chest kind of moves up and down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and he looks over to Dean. He's kind of, like, biting his lip because he's trying so hard not to cry. Yeah, it was a very emotional scene. Um, I agree. I think the acting in this episode was some of the better acting we've seen this season. Yeah. I think the acting was better than the writing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that the acting elevated the writing beyond what it, like, really was. Yeah. And only in going back and talking about it am I like, well, okay. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, well, I guess, yeah. She wasn't written great. And the whole plot hole with the clothes thing. Mm -hmm. And... And and that sort of... Creepy boss being creepy. But, like, Mm -hmm. that's just whatever. I mean, Mm -hmm. creepy boss being creepy. Yeah. The whole, the whole, like... Where are my clothes? <laughs> thing. <laughs> Where did my clothes go? And that and that doesn't just play into like a plot hole in the episode. That plays into a plot hole in how the monster works. Yeah, um, which we don't. How is, did, which again, they're a lot. They're generally tighter than this. Yeah. Yeah. How does, do we learn later? Do they tighten it later on? They how do super- tighten it later when werewolves change as the show goes on. Right. Okay. And like the specifics of like how werewolves work changes. Mm-hmm. 
um, and some fan theories around that. There are a couple different ways to become a werewolf. Right. Oh, okay. In universe reasons for for why this could be. A couple different ways to become a werewolf. This way, you know, you're you are you are bit by a wild werewolf. Mm-hmm. You lose, you know, you lose control at the full moon, turn into a werewolf, run around and bite people. It does not explain the clothes thing. Yeah. But that that's that's one situation. There is another way to become a werewolf, also involving a bite, but it's a, it's a different it's a different situation. Okay. Where the werewolf uh, remains in uh, cognizant Uh-oh. and remains in control. Hmm. I believe those transformations can can happen at any time, like like at will. Wow. Okay. And then there's, I think there's the, the the third way, two werewolves can have a werewolf kid. Oh, oh cool. Who also, you know, in control of their powers. Cool. All you know happens later. Yeah. They forgot that they forgot how to write their character. They forgot their own lore. Is is the answer. Is they for as they, they were never sure and they forgot and then just made a decision later. But for in universe reasons, this is what we think is happening with werewolves. Okay. The the clothes thing, no idea. No idea. <laughs> we tried uh, to explain it and we can't think of an answer. No. Uh, and also, it was kind of like Sarah trying to be like, oh, it's scary because you see, but I like was it written? They, they, was it written to be? I don't. That? No, I don't think. I don't because they, they didn't follow they didn't, up at all. They didn't follow up on the horror of that. But then why did she say that? No why idea. Did, we have no, no idea. idea. So, yeah, so that's, you know, down to the writing. And the writing was not great. So we have that ma- major plot hole with the actual monster and the close thing. Like, who knows? <laughs> the Her character itself, like, the char- her character itself? Yeah. No specifics. No. Um, we know that she changed her life. But, like, what? Better than... No, exa- no specific examples. No personality beyond... She had a boyfriend. She had a boss. She could make coffee. <gasps> this is awfully potted plant of her. It is. I mean, the actress made her, gave her a bit of a personality. The actress, yes, the she, actress did. She did as much as she could with what she was given. And speaking of the actress. Oh, yeah. Yes. She's a Canadian actress. Has been on lots of shows. Mm-hmm. But we would know her from Secondhand Lions. She is Jasmine. Oh. <gasps> <gasps> I must meet this man. Oh, that's so fun. Okay. So this last scene, I I don't know. The dialogue that, you know, mirrors Sam's from Playthings. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about how she just immediately came to, yep, this is this is yep. the conclusion. I kill me, please kill me. And and like this is this is it it, it the that this it, whole I think it was just like a pacing thing too, because she was like, it was like towards the, like they were so close to the end. It was like in the last three minutes. Last three minutes. And she was like, like they didn't have time for her to struggle with it. Yeah. And like they could have made time in like, in reorganizing the episode, but they didn't. And within the last three minutes, she had to come to acceptance because otherwise they couldn't have ended the episode. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I'm not I'm not crazy about how they wrote the episode like they had to kill her that the cure yeah, that yeah. the cure didn't work. Yeah, especially like I mean later on in the show there are monster cures. Yeah, later on in the show. Yeah, I'm sure they could have written in a monster cure. They didn't have to kill her. Yeah, they're making up their own supernatural lore. Yeah, right. They, they do whatever they want. Um, <laughs> well, the lore doesn't say that. <laughs> like, well. Well, You've made it up. It did. It didn't have to end this way. It no. didn't have to end with a you know woman character who was really written not to have a personality at all and was very potted plant. Yeah. To just you know be begging 
for them to end end her. Mm-hmm. The acting in the, in the final scene, fantastic. Yeah, and that is the reason like that I liked this final scene was the acting, and that it made me cry like a lot. You you did you cried yes. oh I, I cried, cried a lot well. oh you didn't cry not at all oh oh I'm sorry you cry yeah no I mean it, I think it was just like I mean it was all three of their acting um <laughs> yeah the the final the final shot yeah especially yeah the very I mean Dean just the flinch sing. I think the other reason. I'm not crazy about it. Is why did we have to do that? This is this is a filler episode. Yeah. Why did we have to do this to Sam? Yeah. Like the 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 arc of this season is Sam trying to find a way, trying to find a way to save himself. Yeah. Are they just they, they like don't, they really don't... trying to make him as unlucky as possible? Like he finally makes a connection with someone, and then he has to kill her. Like not not just that she dies in the episode, but that he has to be so, the one to kill her. Yeah. Like and like the trauma of that. Yeah. It wasn't just a repeat of like, well, Jess died, and, and I had and, no and, control and, over and it, and he couldn't save her. No, he, it's it's his his b- action by, was, by his hand. Yeah. The thing that made it happen. Why did they have to do that to Sam? Last episode, on another filler, we had the line, hope is kind of the whole point. Yeah. They could have followed that up with yeah. giving Sam hope this episode. Yeah. They didn't. They gave it to him a little bit with, like, he he was just hopeful that there was a cure. Yeah, it was completely destroyed, though. Yeah. They, they, could, have, they could have let her live. They could have let the cure work. Mm-hmm. They could have given Sam that hope later to be, you know, dealt with one way or another. Yeah. Especially because they made a point to say that at the end of last episode. They could mm-hmm. have followed it up with give Sam hope that, that that there's hope for him. Right. Give Dean hope that, you know, he's it's that Sam's not, you know, not gonna meet a terrible end. And then you know, by extension, him too. So, so I wasn't crazy about that decision. I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about how she was used to, like, this character was used to present the, like, inevitability of this tragedy to Sam. Yeah. And make Sam be the one to carry out this tragedy. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't need to happen. No. Apart from that, um, I want to talk for a second about werewolves. Okay, yeah, yeah. How much do you two know um, about the use of werewolves in, like, literature and stuff? Next to nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I know somewhat about it. I mean, I know that they... Just monsters in general are usually an allegory for some sort of... Yeah, some other thing. (laughs) Yeah. Usually queer. Yes. So when you use a werewolf in a story, pretty much you're using it as a metaphor. And in this, there is a metaphor. Mm-hmm. It's the metaphor for Sam thinks he's a monster. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sam thinks that there's something that he can't control that is turning him into a monster. And, and like, functionally, there is. Yeah. Um, there, he has these magic powers that were given to him by a demon. He doesn't know what they're for. He doesn't know what the demon's plan is, really. And he has watched other people like him turn into monsters. There's a fear that there's something inside of him that he can't control that he will lose control of and people will uh, people will get hurt, people will die. So now we are presented with this metaphor. We have this character who is a werewolf who loses control and people die. We, if, if we can save her, then he has hope that he can save himself. Traditionally, werewolves are used as a metaphor for things like sexuality. Mm-hmm. Vampires are also used as a metaphor for like sexuality, yeah. but that but it's a like a slightly different flavor because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. with you know vampirism comes like the whole immortality thing and the staying young forever staying, so you can be sexy forever. <laughs> yeah, there's that and the like the actual like you know penetration of the fangs and the blood drinking and yeah. like the like 
very Victorian. Yes. <laughs> Victorian freakiness, right? Yeah. Um, where With werewolves, there's usually not the promise of immortality. Yeah. It's just the monstrous and the the uncontrollable. So, you know, uncontrollable sexual urges, uncontrollable dark sexuality. Uh, so, you know, things like queerness yeah. is usually a metaphor for something like that. Sometimes mental illness, sometimes, you know, other th- and like, you know, in, you know, Victorian times all that sort of all in one big mm-hmm. one, one big pot one big pot you know if, if you're gay you that that's a mental illness kind of yeah kind of thing this this sort of you know uncontrollable monstrous thing has i've also seen it used like as a metaphor for femininity mm-hmm. and less so werewolves but in like you know movies like Jennifer's body yes the you know the feminine as the monstrous there's some connection there too. So interesting in this that our werewolf is a young woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. When especially our first one of our first scenes, we're expecting it to be the dark brooding ex boyfriend who's mm-hmm. like stalking her and staring at her and being creepy mm-hmm. and like shaggy hair and like yes, he looks like he could be a werewolf. <laughs> we are led to believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I've seen werewolf used as like a trans allegory too. Okay. Usually, mm-hmm. usually a transmasculine one. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And usually, like, along with that is, you know, some, like, you know, discussing some internalized stuff, too. All that, like, interesting to see in this episode, our werewolf is a young woman. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see her paralleled to Sam. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've met, I mentioned once or twice, like, last season um, that I've seen, like, you know, discussed the, and there, there's less evidence for it as far as I'm aware for for Sam's gender queerness right. than is for like Dean's bisexuality. Mm-hmm. But I'd argue that this is that this is some of Sam's gender queerness coding is in this episode. Okay. He is written sort of in parallel to her. Mm-hmm. Um the you know, watching the daytime soap in like doing all yeah. like those mm-hmm. that it was a very traditionally feminine, feminine things with yeah. her. He mirror he was mirror, mirroring her body language throughout the that whole scene and like engaging with her like on that level. Yeah. In a much like softer, non you know, less masculine scene. Yeah. You know, paralleling her in the like this last scene, the the monstrous thing, you know, that he feels inside of him, he can you know, sees in her. Um so like there there are some interesting parallels being drawn here, completely unintentionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They were not intending to use werewolf as this kind of allegory. Yeah, especially in writing this episode, which was written the way it was. It yeah. was written poorly. <laughs> Everything I find interesting about this episode is either the directing or the or the acting or unintentionally done by the writing. Yeah. Other than that, uh, join us next time for our discussion on Season 2, Episode 18, Hollywood Babylon. Sam and Dean travel to Hollywood to investigate the death of an actor on in a horror film on a horror film set after rumors spread that he was killed by a ghost. Ooh. Okay. Another filler, as yeah. far as I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember anything about this episode? Very loosely. Vi- um, vibes mostly. Vibes. <laughs> vibes. They just have strange vibes sometimes. All right. So then join us next time for season two, episode 18. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Brook Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad.
You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet, and get in touch with us by emailing Three Idgets Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.